more days. It's only four more days. Merry Christmas, everybody. Four more days. It's Christmas time. Yeah. Hey, welcome in, everybody. You know, I actually thought about it. We, we probably should have even changed the opening music for today, right? That's kind of what I was thinking, is that today, just today, just this one time, we could actually... You know what? I think we should do it. I, I think we should do it. Hold everything. Stop. Stop, 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 stop. Yes, I, you know what? This one time, we've, we've not ever done it before. This one time, we'll open the show with something a little bit different today. Yes, we will. It is Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. Snake Eyes is already getting very, very mad at me. But I know that you guys love your talking track. Yes, it's a handbrake on the show, Scaly. You're absolutely right, Tequila. A song you have not heard yet this entire Christmas season. And I am here to make your wishes come true, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs, and I am your host of Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. Ah, yes. want a whole lot for Christmas either. I just want you, everybody. I just want you. I want you to be happy. I want you to enjoy the Christmas spirit. Listen, you say what you want about Mariah Carey. I still don't mind to look at Mariah Carey's legs. It's all good. She got nice legs. Welcome, everybody. And what I want for Christmas is to find out who is hanging out with us here on a Talking Trek server sound off. You guys hit it right now. Who is hanging out right here on the Christmas Eve, Eve, Eve edition of Talking Trek Live? Hey, what's going on, Dirty Bird? Welcome to the show. Chuck Segrant on server 32. Hello. Merry Christmas to you, Vita. THC. Server 131, Deuces Wild on 17, Snipes on 17, welcome. Hey, President Scoob on Server 23, Tequila on 163, Saltrix on 36, Grand Vampire on ser Server 34. Snake Guys says, Bah Humbug. Bah Humbug. Housekeeping. Merry Christmas to you on Server 16. Rumple on 138, Mo on 16, Lady Cass on 15, NCC on 16, welcome to the show. Captain Planets on 167, Applewood Bacon on 15, hi. Yeah. Jet Ski. Hey, what's up? Server 37. Feudmaster Comic on 143. Tabby Moses. Server 20. Merry Christmas, DJs. Merry Christmas to you, Tabby Moses. Jay Strikes Back. Server 29. Welcome into the show. Boaz says it's Christmas time on the Remus server. Data Systems Technical Chief. Merry Christmas to Server 27. Steven Aaron on 129. Finally Famous on Server 26. Wardod on Server 15. Merry Christmas to you, buddy. Welcome into the show. You're right, JB. Happy Hanukkah to you, sir. Absolutely. Happy holidays to everybody. Raxanar, server eight. Welcome, Skippy. On server 15, Bahumbug. Mac, happy holidays to you, buddy. Thank you guys so much for being here. 
It's a late one. Hey, Lord Neelix. Merry Christmas to you, buddy. What do you want for Christmas? Oh, yeah. Uh, I ain't going to lie. I'm kind of digging it. It is what it is. Yes. Welcome into the show, everybody. Snake Eyes is like, that was the worst three freaking minutes ever. All right. Like the freaking most terrible. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Aren't you only allowed to play 30 seconds of that? Um, I'm probably going to get charged extra for that. Yeah. Like that's, <laughs> that's probably going to happen. Uh, Snake Eyes, I'm pretty sure we just paid full fee on that one. Uh, like the full, the full cost. <laughs> sure did. Uh, welcome, everybody. Snake Eyes says Merry Trekmas, Bah Humbug, and, uh, and anything else. Guys, check it out. Uh, you, before we get too deep into it, uh, he has launched in, in uh, I don't want to say in memoriam of, but, you know, we had this spirited conversation about the fact that he's, he's not a big, super huge Christmas guy. But he did create a couple of Christmas lines. If you guys are looking for some last-minute items, uh, some last-minute, uh, you know, nice gifts or anything like that, they, he actually created a couple of really nice things there. Merry Trekmas, Bah Humbug, he says. Uh, and, uh, and, of course, there's some, some cool stuff down in there. So be, uh, be sure to scroll up a little bit. Check out the Talking Trek merchandise store where you can link on over and find your last-minute gift ideas. Uh, I don't. I, I got to be honest with you. I don't think if you ordered it right now, I, I don't think it's going to end up showing up by Christmas, Snake Eyes. But it would be very, very close. Okay. So if you would, uh, if you'd be interested, be sure to go and check that out. Thank you guys so very, very much. Happy holidays to everybody. Appreciate you guys all being here. Uh, my name is Ultimate DJs, and I'm your host. Talking Trek is live late here on a Sunday evening. Apologies uh, for that. It's been very busy. Uh, I was released back to work, so thank you guys for all the well wishes uh, for <clears throat> myself, my family, and my, my office full of coworkers. Uh, we are back to work. Uh, everything seems to be uh, proceeding well, so it's been a busy couple of days. Plus, plus, guys, uh, today was, uh, well, so, so because of lockdown, because of lockdown, uh, we missed Landon's birthday. Uh, Landon turned 14 years old on December 6th. So uh, missed his, you know, we missed like the celebration part of it. So we decided tonight we were going to do birthday dinner, right? And I, uh, I told Gregor, I don't know if Gregor's actually here. It's late in the evening, even in uh, evening uh, for him as well. But I told him, I said, this is what he wanted to do. We asked him what he wanted for dinner. And he said, hey, man, I would love sushi. I love sushi. My 14-year-old kid wanted sushi. So, uh, you know, we're still not in our area. Like so you disowned him and moved. No, no. I pat him on the head and said, that's my boy. That's my boy. I love sushi. Like, that's one of my favorite things. So, so we decided tonight, and, and because I had to work, because we had the podcast, we did not uh, decide to go out for dinner because it would have been, been busy and, and, you know, I would have had to cancel the show. And then I couldn't cancel the show because then Wednesday would cancel the show and blah, blah, blah. So... I said, I'll tell you what, how about I bring it home? How about I go and pick up a bunch of sushi from our favorite spot and I'll bring it home and, uh, and, and we'll have a nice dinner at home, but you'll have all the sushi you could want. I mean, literally you tell me how much you want. I'll buy it. And we'll have a, we'll have a big, huge sushi bar right here at the house. Well, he made his list. He made his list and I called the sushi bar and I ordered it. And they're like, sir, sir, are you sure? Like the, 
You sure? It's just a family of five, right? That's what they said. They said, this family of five. I said, yeah, it's okay. We want a bunch of sushi. Just, just you know, here, take the order. Pile it up. Sushi does go a long way, planets. Um, but, but here, let me tell you. Uh, <laughs> nothing says Christmas like raw fish. Guys, I spent $150 tonight in sushi. Just sushi and rice. 150 bucks. <laughs> it was a lot of fish. It was a lot. That Cal, he says gold-plated prawns. No, it was just a lot. I mean, now Mr. Big says that that's not a lot. It, it, you could have gotten a billion trite, he said. I know, I know. Listen, $150 sounds like a lot. It's not a ton, but that's still a ton of sushi. Like, that's still, that's still a fair amount, Mr. Big. So I brought home this big sushi spread. I wish I'd taken pictures. I really wish I'd taken pictures because uh, we had sushi everywhere. It looked like a legit, authentic sushi bar in my kitchen. Landon and, and Noah and Oliver, they were so happy. They were so happy. I mean, we had a legit sushi, like authentic Japanese sushi dinner in my house, and it was amazing. And on, and on the way home... I decided to stop off at Dairy Queen. I decided to stop off at Dairy Queen and also picked up, um, picked up a uh, a cookie dough blizzard ice cream cake. So like we we did good tonight. Now I'll tell you guys. Let me let me go out on one more limb and tell you why it was $150, okay? Because you guys are saying that's not a lot. Depends on where you buy it. You know, $50, $60 for me. And you guys are right, okay? I should have also mentioned that our local Japanese restaurant does half-price sushi Sunday. <laughs> okay? Half-price sushi Sunday. So what I actually had purchased was $150 swipe of the card, but what I had actually bought menu price was $300 worth of sushi. Now, for some of you guys who like sushi, that is going to that's going to resonate a little bit more. Now you're going to be like, oh, okay, now that makes a little bit more sense. All right. Chuck's Grunt says, I've dropped $40 to enjoy sushi. Oh, yeah, me too. I've absolutely spent $40, $50 myself. Okay, absolutely. Uh, but tonight, tonight, uh, every Sunday is Half Price Sushi Sunday in town. And so, oh, no, Death Dealer, we don't do California rolls. Nah, man, we do the actual fish, okay? Yeah, yeah, no, we don't do California rolls. We do real fish, man, okay? Like, I'll tell you what we got tonight. Tonight? There better, be, better have been some ahi tuna in there. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, that's one of our favorites, tuna, uh, salmon. All right, we did some salmon sashimi, a lot of tuna. Uh, Landon likes some spicy tuna. We did that. I got some eel, all right? I like, I like eel. We also got some octopus. Uh, got some of that. We got some, you know, and then of course the assortment, right? Like the white fish and the yellow tail and stuff like that. Um, did some of that. And then, oh yeah, man. And, and you know what? Listen, I'm, I'm super excited about it. I don't mean to go on for 10 minutes about sushi, but I, I, we had a little bit left. I still got like one and a half tuna rolls in the fridge. So after the show, yeah, after the show, I'm going to go back in, finish off that tuna roll. Um, yeah, so yeah, it was it was good, and and yeah, of course I like the I like the pickled ginger, absolutely. So it was a great meal, and that's why I'm late. All right, tonight was Landon's birthday dinner. He's 14 years old, and the dude consumed 300 dollars, well, close to 300 dollars worth of sushi. Where is your sushi? Um, I mean, I suppose it, you could also pick it up from my hometown restaurant if you wanted to. Uh, but yeah, it was it was great, and uh, and then the the and then the 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 blizzard cake cookie dough cookie dough blizzard cake 
which was awesome. Who doesn't love a good blizzard cake? And, and I'll say this, because I know he's not listening at the moment. Gregor, uh, I was talking to on the phone just a little bit ago, admitted to me that he has never, in fact, tasted a blizzard cake from Dairy Queen. Is that not crazy? I mean, maybe, maybe I, I, you know, we don't buy them all the time. We, we don't buy them all the time. But I mean, he has, but his servants don't tell him where they come from. (laughs) 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 He thinks they're homemade, like goodness, but they're just going. Oh my god, that made me laugh. Uh, yeah, uh, he's he he just didn't know that it was a blizzard cake. That's what it is. There you go. Uh, yeah, so anyway, it's a great time tonight, and I apologize for being an hour late for the show, but tonight was a really it was a special night for the family, and we we enjoyed. We enjoyed one of our favorite meals. So anyway, guys, I uh, Wicked Witch has never had one either. So so a blizzard cake, I'm pretty sure it's really, truthfully, I'm pretty sure it's like a normal ice cream cake. But they add, on top, there's another layer that is blizzard. Um, that, that's, uh, it's like the blizzard ice cream, right? Like, you know, when you go and get a blizzard, so they get the blizzard ice cream and, uh, and then like the cookie dough. And that's what we got. We got cookie dough. Uh, cookie dough blizzard cake. So it's just a normal ice cream cake with, you know, with like the chocolate crumble and all that stuff. But then they put blizzard ice cream with the cookie dough on a top layer. And big country. I apologize. Um, but he decided to disgrace it with imagery. <laughs> the Philadelphia Eagles. Ugh. That, was the, that was the one thing that kind of made me disgusted about the entire night. He wanted to put a big old Eagles logo on it. And uh, you just demanded to get to cut it. Like, I'm going to cut that. Well, you know, yeah, here's the thing. Why so, are you stabbing it six there times? Were, there were, you cut there it? were pieces of uh, cookie dough on the top. There were pieces of cookie dough on the top of the cake. So Oliver uh, thought that it was poop. He looked at it and he thought it was poop. You know, there was little pieces of cookie dough. So I said, I said, you know what? That's exactly what it is. It's a Philadelphia Eagles cake. It's covered in poop. That's, that's exactly right. So uh, there you go. Anyway, <laughs> um, Max says, you know, listen, this guy's. I'm gonna hear. I'm here to tell you. I'm sorry. I'll apologize ahead of time. This is the kind of show you're gonna get tonight. Okay, I'm kind of just in a in a fun loving mood, kind of hanging out with my friends. I even thought about not doing a, a podcast show and just doing a, a YouTube stream so we could just hang out and have some fun because I'm, I'm not in the mood to be super structured tonight. I just kind of wanted to hang out and, and hang out with you guys. Uh, so this is what you get. Max says, you know what fast food joint surprisingly has a good dessert? It's Taco Bell and Big Country, and I agree with you. Now, what's your favorite at Taco Bell? What's your, fa- what's your dessert of choice at Taco Bell? Because they've got a couple. They've got, like, those, cin- of course, the cinnamon twist, yeah, but they also have, like, that little – Kind of like the like the the cream filled like chimichanga kind of thing, the cinnamon bites, yeah, those, yeah, the little donut ball things with the cream cheese, creepy good, yeah, delicious. <laughs> Tabby Moza, now Tabby Moza says the Mexican pizza is the best dessert ever. Except we don't have Mexican pizza at mine anymore. They took it out. Can't even can't even do it. And Big Country's upset. They got rid of the apple empanada. He said they were amazing. Don't have them anymore. So uh, there you go. Somebody says, is there actually anything to talk about with Talking Trek tonight? As a matter of fact, there is. And I do have one or two things that I want to get into. So, ladies and gentlemen, we will try. We will try to stick to the format here as we are already 20 minutes into the show. Let's get started. Ladies and gentlemen, we need to check in with our news studio with headlines from around the world. Ladies and gentlemen, let's see what's happened from the Talking Trek newsroom. Stupid. Thank you. 
good? No! <laughs> could, could you tell? Could you tell I was stalling? <laughs> oh my. Oh. Yes, it's time for the news. Could you tell I was stalling for a second? I was trying. Yeah, Wicked Witch says, I hope you were trying to forget. All right. Let's see. What do we got in the news, Wicked Witch? Uh, the Northeast. Yeah, guys, listen. So it's been kind of cold around here, but apparently up in New York and Jersey, Philly, I guess, Snake Eyes, you guys got beat, right? The Northeast remains blanketed in feet of snow and sleet after winter storm Gale wreaked havoc on the tri-state area, which begs the question, when did we actually, I'm not sure about this, when did we actually start naming winter storms? I, I thought it was kind of a hurricane thing, but apparently we're doing it with winter storms now, but whatever you do, you can call it Gale, but don't refer to it as win uh, to winter storm Gale as a she. I was apparently corrected and told that you can't just run around a storm, uh, assuming a storm's gender. Yeah. I, that's what I was told. You can't assume the gender. Uh, the temperature hit 20, 27 degrees in New York, which is actually a good thing because that means you can't actually smell the city. Right? It's so cold, you can't smell anything. The one upside to COVID-19 for New Yorkers, the rest of the country loses its sense of smell. They get really sad. In New York, they're, they're high-fiving. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Here, let's make fun of somewhere down south. How about this one? Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is going to keep restaurants open, folks, for indoor dining despite the surging pandemic in an effort to protect the industry from more economic damage, he says. He hasn't yet ruled on Florida's bigger hospitality industry, which is uh, cooking meth. Uh, as of now, it's still indoor-outdoor, but it could change. It could actually change. A video, <laughs> a video on the internet of a thief Stealing a Grinch statue off of a family's porch in the UK has gone viral. My friends from the European Union, how does this happen? First of all, who puts up a statue of the Grinch who stole Christmas? I, I see, see, I feel like that would be a Snake Eyes thing. The, the family put up a statue of the Grinch, which is not exactly a super celebratory Christmas character. It's like sending your wife... It's like sending your wife a Valentine's Day card with OJ's smiling face on it. All right, right? It's like, you know, hey, happy Valentine's Day. There's OJ. Yeah, I know the audacity of it. Ladies and gentlemen, in the news, 40 actresses are suing Pornhub for $80 million. $80 million over videos that portray sex trafficking victims. You know, listen, not really a joke there, okay? That's obviously a serious thing, and Pornhub's in a lot of trouble. All I got to say is good luck, ladies. We're pulling for you. <laughs> the all-new... <laughs> the all-new Hennessy Venom F5 Supercar is on the market, ladies and gentlemen. Boasts 1,817 horsepower and can hit top speeds of 311 miles per hour. As for the price... This bad boy is uh, going to have you going from zero to bankrupt in 1.2 seconds. Uh, yeah, no, the car goes for $2.1 million. And if you haggle the salesman real good, he might even throw in some floor mats for you, okay? $2.1 million, 311. Yes, Super Buzzy pulling. You get it? See, he got it. He got it. 311 miles per hour. The only thing faster is the women you'll date. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, getting ready to... <laughs> it's terrible.
terrible. Police in Maine have arrested a man who chased McDonald's employees with a chainsaw this past week. Now, before we judge the guy, hold on. Before we judge him, we should probably try to find out how bad they screwed up his order. All right. <laughs> Seriously, I know. You know your holiday eating is out of control, folks, if your first thought about this story was, McDonald's sounds great right now. All right? Who said it? Somebody said it. I know it happened. I know it happened. New York City has announced that the Times Square ball drop at New Year's Eve will take place, ladies and gentlemen, without spectators. For the first time in over 100 years. In 1907 was the last time that the ball dropped without a public audience. It's all good, though. It's all good. New York fans are not uh, freaking out because Jets fans have been watching the ball drop all year. So they're good with it. They're good with it. Finally. <laughs> it's your last. <laughs> Finally, your last one. Our, our, our show opener today, Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is you has returned to the top of the want of the hot 100 charts after being streamed 812,000 times this past week if you're excited about this chances are you do not work in retail those poor folks have heard this song so many times all they want for christmas is a bullet and a nine millimeter pistol ladies and gentlemen that is your stupid news thank you very much and there we are 22 minutes in see Plenty of time wasted on this show here today. Good evening, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs. Welcome into the show. Uh, thank you for being here uh, for the 110th taping of Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We do have a couple of things to talk about tonight that uh, that I thought we could burn a little bit of time on. And yes, Wicked Witch, it's done. Thank you. Thank you, Tabby Mosley. He says, awesome news. You know what? I do have an announcement to make while we're here early at the beginning of the show. I will say this. Uh, Snake Eyes has uh, begun production on a series, apparently, by your request, community. And I'm, I'm actually very, very pleased that he has decided to take it upon himself to do this because I'll be honest with you, there was not a whole lot of what I was doing to, to help him. He asked me to record a couple of things, and I said, sure, no problem, buddy, whatever you need, you know, because, I mean, that's, that's what happens. Snake Eyes asked, and DJs comes calling, all right? Um, and from what I, Snake Eyes, is this a secret? Do you want me to stop? Because if it's a secret, I'll stop right now. All right. It, it might, maybe, was this supposed to be a Christmas gift? Are you getting a Christmas gift to the community? Because I'll wait. We can wait. We'll, we'll post it on Christmas Eve and it can be your Christmas gift. We'll stop right here. I don't care. Snake Eyes says, go ahead. Ladies and gentlemen, Snake Eyes is working on a gift for the Talking Trek community. Uh, and if I'm not mistaken, you're working on, on a couple, right? Because, because, uh, Santa Claus doesn't just deliver one gift. Santa Claus, AKA snake eyes is working on a best of stupid news video series for you guys and a best of, uh, what else? What was the other thing? Oh, our commercials. You're working on compiling some of our best commercials and putting them into, uh, yeah, the wacky commercials and putting them into videos for you guys and you know what's crazy i never would have i never would have done this i wouldn't have thought about doing this but he said hey you know just to just to keep up you know some content through the holidays because obviously we're all going to be spending some time with family so he decided to to keep do to do his job to do his job as executive producer to keep the youtube channel up and the stats up he decided to go back through an entire year of shows an entire year of shows and pick out his favorites 
and put together a video series for you guys. So Merry Christmas to you from Snake Eyes and the Talking Trek production team that consists of Snake Eyes. <laughs> Merry Christmas to you guys. And he's going to put it, uh, he's going to put everything together so you guys at least might have something uh, maybe a little fun and uh, and wacky to listen to over the holidays. If, if, the, if the holidays stresses you out, all right, like if you're sitting with your family and you're like, oh my God, <gasps> All right, then you can you can catch a video and and let Snake Eyes entertain you there. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> Snake Eyes says you guys are cheering, but I got to go back and listen to all these jokes. All right, Scalyback says in Snake Eyes we trust. Uh, Snake Eyes, I think they like your your Christmas gift. Corette says it's absolutely brilliant. So uh, he's been working on that, and I've actually got a couple things to tape for him here tonight. So I would imagine that over the next ten days, you guys will. Uh, see a couple of uh, produced bits come out, and and I hope you guys enjoy that very much from uh, from the bottom of Snake Eyes's heart. All right, because that was all him. That's what he decided to do. So, guys, thank you so much for that, and uh, appreciate your support throughout the year. It's been a fun year. We talked about this a little bit on our roundtable, Snake Eyes, uh, our roundtable from last week. It's been a really fun year, and um, <clears throat> you know, here on the show, you know, even in game. It's been a it's been a weird year. I don't I don't even want to say weird. You know, we're gonna take a minute to kind of summarize it for for uh, for a minute. But it's been you know I think a better year than 2019 was. All right, uh, it, it's been a good year. We were talking during the roundtable about the three arcs that we had this year and and how we kind of ranked those and and so forth. And we can talk about that a little bit more later. But. Um, you know, in in a in an effort to not necessarily praise Scopely, because I did that last week, and look where it got us on the Lorca auction. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do that anymore. <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and say good job on the event store, Scopely, because if I do that, then you're likely to nerf it, and uh, and I don't want that. All right, I don't want that because uh, the one thing that I would maybe uh, complain about or at least express a little frustration with, and I will say this. You know, Panic came on this show, and he did. He hinted at the fact that there were a lot of Lorca shards given out. There was a lot of Lorca given away, okay? Lots of shards. And even though people were not super happy with the depth of the leaderboard, they were happy with the number of, uh, of unlocks that were given out. Well, not only, <laughs> not only did Scopely said, Hey, thanks, guys. Man, it's really super swell of you to say that. You guys are... You guys are awesome. Thanks so much. Hey, Billy. 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 Hey, cut the rewards in half next time. They're, they're, be, they're being way too nice to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, listen. I know it's Christmas. I, no, it don't matter. Just cut them in half. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, in half. That's, that's how that conversation went. And it was, it was all the way, it was across the office. It was all the way across the house. That's why they yelled, okay? Because they didn't they didn't come together in the same meeting. Yeah, do, in half, Billy. In half. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, ah. Okay. That that's what happened. So, Scopely, I can say I can say definitively from the community, come on. Come on. That was not the intent we had when we said, quote unquote, good job, Scopely. Thank you, Scopely. Wow, how generous, Scopely. Merry Christmas to you, too. It was not to be met with... Oh, guys, 
Hang on. Hang on. We were actually more generous than we meant to be. We're going to cut it in half. That was not how that was supposed to go, man. That's not how that was supposed to go. So, listen, from the community, here's my Christmas card. Dear Scopely, uh, hang on, hang on, here we go. Dear Scopely, thank you so much for trying to put together what you thought was an absolutely wonderful, grinchly, anti-Christmas gift. Your message was received loud and clear. Perhaps on the next Lorca auction, maybe we could strike it somewhere in the middle. You know, maybe... Maybe we could we could keep the shards the way they are and add maybe 10 or 15 more spots to the depth of the leaderboard. I, don't, I think we'd be okay with that. Or perhaps we keep the leaderboard tightly bracketed like you've been doing because that was also fair. But let's not take the shards and cut them by 75%. Maybe. Maybe. Okay? Yes, thank you, Boaz. It reminds me of that commercial, the insurance commercial. Oh, you almost had it. You gotta be quicker than that. The guy with the fishing pole and the dollar bill on the end of it. All right. Come on, Scopely. You did something amazing with the first Lorca auction. You did you did a damn good job. Why'd you have to go and muck it all up? I mean, for real. You just just take one. Be happy that you did something good. You know, why do you have to go back and make it why you gotta go back and, and when the community finally can say, listen, when the community can finally say to you, holy crap, that was really generous. When, when those words come out of our mouths, when talking about Scopely, you should probably take that and run. You should probably be happy that the community is giving you its due that the community is actually, for once, setting down their pitchforks and saying, holy cow, look at, look at Scopely in a, in a turnabout. Wow, how surprising. They did something nice. And Steven Zaren summarizes it perfectly. You blew it. You blew it. You took something good, and then you turned it into a steaming pile of poop. You blew it. <sighs> That's all I'm going to say about it. I hope that you reconsider how you're going to structure the next auction because what you did here was good, one step forward, 72 steps back, just like always. And, and it's so frustrating from a player's perspective. Listen, I'm not even a normal player. I'm not even a normal player. I get to see what you guys do you know, on, on kind of a daily basis. We talk and we work on technical glitches and this and then and feedback reports. I get to see stuff that these players don't get to see. I am already in a position that allows me more insight into your operation than the normal player. And if I look at it like, come on, what do you think they're looking like it as? You know, I mean, what, what do you think? How do you think they feel? I mean, I'm a cheerleader. I'm a contracted influencer. My job is to make people feel warm and fuzzy about Scopely. And if I feel this way, how do you think they feel? Come on, Scopely. Fix the Lorca auction. Make it a Merry Christmas, all right? Put it back the way that it was in week one. People were happy. People felt you were being generous. And it's a good card, right? It's a great card. It's like 10 of 10. 
Okay, he's a great card that everybody should have. Don't, don't, don't do this garbage. It's Christmas. It's Christmas. Put it back, please. Put it back. All right, that's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say about that, and, and we'll move on. Now, what I will say, what I will say that, that I feel has been very nice this, uh, this month is the event store. And that was actually one thing that Truck and Chick wanted to talk about today. Truck and Chick wanted to talk about the event store and said, gosh, there's a lot here. Okay, There's a lot here, folks. What is it that you should be focusing on? And I thought to myself, <clears throat> that's a good topic to talk about. But here's the thing. It's completely variable. It's going to change with 100% of you. Every single one of you, it, it, it's going to matter. It's going to be different. What is it that you want to work on? What is your priority? Are you a PvPer? Are you uh, a PvEer? Are you cracking bases? Are you, um, you know, playing in, in, you know, whatever? Okay, there's, there's a lot of uh, stuff that's happening here. So we want to talk about a couple of different paths that you can take in the event store and why they might be good for you, all right? NCC says, any chance of the sarcophagus showing up in the event store during the holiday event? NCC, I'm going to answer this as coyly as I can. There is a chance that future events will present additional blueprint opportunities during the month of December. End quote. Okay? You need to hear what I'm saying, read between the lines, and make your own assumption for yourself. There is the possibility that future events will present themselves with opportunities to earn sarcophagus blueprints before the end of the month. And that is literally all I can say. Okay? The possibility exists. I cannot say for sure. I do not know. But what I do know is this. What I do know is this, is that you right now, you've got got 75% of the blueprints. Okay? And if you wanted that ship right now, if you've accumulated, you know, if you've hit your 20th milestone, which some people are probably close to, I'm not. Uh, I've skipped an event or two. Let's see. Let me see where I'm at. I'm at mile, milestone. I'm at milestone 15. So I still have to get my last blueprints for free. I got to hit milestone 20. That is 290,000 points, and I'm at 190,000 now. Okay. So, um,. I, I don't know. I still need 100,000 points just to finish out my, my battle pass, okay? So, so some of you guys, maybe if you purchase points or whatever, you've got, the, you've got all the blueprints that were going to become available, which is 62 if you purchase the Elite Track. That 62 is all that was available for as little as $20 this month. So basically what the majority of the galaxy is looking for is this last 18, okay? So if you've done your entire battle pass, if you're done with battle pass as of this moment if you purchased a couple points packs or whatever if you're done then you got 62 right now this moment here today $100 finishes you out okay cuz you get 27 blueprints for a thousand uh, for 100 bucks so you could spend $100 and if you spent $20 <clears throat> if you spent $20 on the elite track then technically $120 gets you the ship today at this moment now the th- again, the quote that we've gotten is that it's possible we see other blueprint opportunities by the end of the month. 
All right. We don't know how that's going to present. Have we already been teased with it? Is it in the news center? Because we do see a couple of holiday events coming up in the news center. And we remember a year ago, they did kind of a Christmas, like a quote. It was a mini event store with the holiday tokens. You guys remember? Some of you probably still have them in your inventory. I didn't get to use them all. I still have like 16 holiday tokens from last year. All right, I tried to use most of them, apparently. I got a few left over. They're called holiday tokens. I'm sure that they will be different this year. I'm, you know, the Scopely has literally never, ever let us recycle currency. So I'm sure there's going to be a diff- you know, a 2020 holiday token or something this year. All right, and, and it's possible that we could use those holiday tokens to redeem for sarcophagus prints. That's possible. It could also be that they're faction credits or XP or any, anything else. Okay, so we don't know what it could be that comes up during Christmas, which starts in four days. Okay, so what I'm saying is, me personally, I would probably exercise a little bit of patience. Okay, unless you just have to have the ship today. If you have to have the ship today, then so be it. But here's what I'm here to tell you. I still have not seen a ton of these things flying around on my server. Okay? Now, Captain Planets, Captain Planets just threw you a, threw you a screenshot. <coughs> now, the reason that I feel that this is unfair, the reason that I feel that this is unfair is that that is clearly not on a node. Guys, this ship is weak sauce if it's not on a node, if it's not part of a takeover, if it's just floating. Okay? This ship is going to lose to a Vokless. Okay? It's not It's not a real thing. Okay? This ship, if you take a look right there at the screenshot from Captain Planets, that shows a 1.1 million Tier 6, sorry, Tier 7 Saladin killing a Tier 2 Sarcophagus. That's fine. Okay? But I guarantee, I bet you money that that was in, thank you, Korat. I know the cough is going to be killing me. That was in space, because I'm here to tell you, Tier 2 or not, that ship squashes that Sally during a takeover on a node. Okay? Captain Planet says, why would I let it get to one? You're absolutely right. Don't let it get to one, but let's not sell a product short. Okay? Let's not sell the product short. This ship in space is garbage. It's supposed to be garbage. It's trashy. Okay? It does nothing. Thank you for the opposing viewpoint there, Infinite Key. Uh, thank you, Big Country. Uh, Snake Eyes are one of the moderators. Why don't you grab a couple of these screenshots and let's put them together. Okay, let's put them together in the graphics room. That way someone listening in podcast can see a node versus a not a node. Let's take a look at this one right here from Infinite Key. All right, these are two mid to upper level 40 players. Okay, here is a tier seven sarcophagus who lost about 35 to 40% of its hull, defeating a tier 10, 9 million power jellyfish. Okay? And it can. Okay? My tier 6 has defeated an 8 or 9 million power jellyfish. We did it on our own stream right here, live with Jonathan Ingram. Okay? It is a powerful ship if properly Use. Take a look at big countries, okay? Big country right here. Um, big country is showing the same thing, showing a tier 8 Vidar, 
all right? Killing a tier eight sarcophagus in space. However, that same tier eight coffin just crushed his nine million jelly on a node. Folks, the ship of the dead, thank you, Shinjo, the ship of the dead is a dead ship unless it's on a capture node or mining node. Technically, it works on a mining node, FYI. Infinite Key, it does technically also work on a mining node. If you're defending your own territory and you put it on an oxygen node, <laughs> technically, it works there too. Okay? Technically. All right. So the sarcophagus, and that's correct, NCC, only during an active takeover, meaning the timer has to be going. Now, folks, here's what I'm here to, tell, to talk to you about with the sarcophagus. All right? In my personal opinion, at this time, for what it is designed for, it is highly effective, meaning that it's killing ships that it should not be killing. Okay? Vita, I'm going to read your quote because I think it's hilarious. All right? And this is a quote. Sorry for the PG-13. If it's big fat ass is on a rock, it's rock solid. Okay? There you go. That, it's perfect. That's a perfect description. All right? It is an immovable object if it is where it's supposed to be. Now, Zakara says it's only good at most five times a week. Yeah, there's arguments to that, okay? There's arguments to that. Maybe your own takeovers, maybe you're using it to help another alliance. I mean, you can use it during takeovers. The question is how active are you in takeovers, okay? Uh, Captain Planet says problem is you can kill them before the takeover and they're too slow to get on a node during a takeover, partially true on both counts captain planets now here's the thing they did actually increase the speed fyi your coffin is now the exact same speed as an auger impulse 85 or is it 80 i don't remember might be 80 it might be 80 either way it's the same speed as an auger 80. okay it's 80 and the auger's 85 but, I mean, it's, uh, close. it's close it's 80 uh, now they say you can yeah, they say uh, before it's on a node, uh, that's where team play comes uh, sure. in. It's like, give it an escort, yeah, you... and defend that ship to guide it to a node. Absolutely. Guys, here, here's the thing. Chuck Zagrun says it works during takeovers that are not yours. Yes, confirmed, Chuck. It works during any active takeover in that takeover system, Okay. Uh, the impulse is 80, so they sped it up. It's almost as fast as the auger, which arguably is still slow, but better than 55, okay? And, and so, again, let me, let me be very cautious in how I encourage you guys to use this ship because me personally, here's, here's what I'm going to say, and, and Scopely may not appreciate this, but I'm going to say it. For $20, it's totally worth it, guys. For the $20 battle pass, totally worth it. I would have been much happier if Scopely had put all 80 BPs in the battle pass like every other event ship this year. And then I would have endorsed the hell out of it. For $20 for your battle pass that you're going to buy anyway, for the $20 battle pass that you're going to buy anyway because of all the materials and all the resources and all the credits and all the faction credits and all the recruit tokens and all this and that. For the $20 that you're going to spend anyway, the ship is 1,000% worth it. 1,000%. I have no problem endorsing it whatsoever if it was available in the Battle Pass, even if the Battle Pass was the paid version. I know all the other event ships this year have been in the free Battle Pass. I know that. And this ship 
I even would have defended if it was in the $20 battle pass. I would have defended it. Okay? Because I feel like the ship does have value to those who are going to use it properly. And by using it properly, I mean use it wisely, strategically, summons it to your node, like Snake Eyes says, get it there, surrounded by ships, like Vita says, use team play to get it there. Listen, don't show up 15 minutes early. On the other hand, don't show up 15 minutes late. Okay, time it out like an armada at war. Try to get there within five or 10 seconds of the start of the takeover. Or maybe get your disco there within five or 10 seconds of enough of the takeover and summons it in because once you get it on the node, it is solid. And folks, I listened to the podcast that Panic did with Keenzer and Dunzel and Data. All right, and we don't have to talk a lot about it. But I listened to it and I heard a key phrase that stuck out at me. A key phrase about the sarcophagus was, this ship allows players to punch up. And by the way, the, the rest of the quote was, punch up a few levels. Now, that being said, that makes me, that makes me wonder if at my ops level, that's ops 39, the most I can take this ship is tier 8, level 40. That's as high as I can get it. I don't know if I'm going to kill G4 ships there. I don't think I'm going to be able to kill G4 ships there. As a matter of fact, uh, on our server, you guys have, have talked to him and we've heard about him, and he's done a lot of testing with us, which is Jonathan Ingram. Jonathan Ingram took his to Tier 8. Let me show you this very quickly. I'll throw it in the graphics room. I've got a couple of screenshots here. Uh, this one right here is probably the same one Big Country was talking about a second ago, which is Jonathan Ingram uh, with a Tier 8 sarcophagus against Big Country's uh, 9 million jelly, okay? And there's that screenshot. Now, we also took that same player. Notice Ingram is a level 45, okay? He's a level 45, meaning that he could take the ship all the way to Tier 12. He's eligible for it, but he's still at Tier 8, He's still a tier eight, and I would imagine if he's probably not listening right now, but I would imagine the reason that he's only tier eight is because of the sheer cost of G4 uncommon battleship parts for tier nine and higher. It's gargantuan, folks. For those of you G4 players, you know what I'm getting ready to say, and you know how bad this is going to hurt. 890,000 G4 uncommon battleship parts. Now, anybody, anybody in here a G4 player, can you tell me how many, many four-star uncommon battleship parts come in one $100 pack? Jay Perk says 4,000. Infinite Key says roughly 4,400. You guys do the math. They want 890,000. Of course, that's base. In fairness, that's base. Research is going to help. Yada, yada, yada. But nonetheless... Okay, 890,000. Let's say you got 50% parts efficiency. That's still 440,000 or 420,000. And you get 4,500 in a pack. That is roughly 1,000 packs, which is the ripe old sum of about $100,000. <laughs> there you go, folks. There's a tier 12 ship for you. All right. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Go Bear, if they say they took away half, that's 400 and 45,000, and, and assuming that there's 4,450 4, in one pack, that is literally 100 $100 packs. 
Am I doing this math right, guys? Somebody check me. It's late. A hundred hundred dollar packs. Am I doing that right? A thousand? That's ten. Ten thousand. Mr. Big says it should be a hundred thousand. I think it's ten thousand. Yeah, I, I was off by a factor of ten. Thank you, Shinjo. Thank you, Mac. Okay. Okay. Ten thousand dollars, even still, is too much. And Captain Planet says, wait a second. Wait a second. So ten thousand dollars for a ship that is meant to take on the VIPs? The ship that is meant to be able to kill the G4 players is going to cost me $10,000? Scopely, <laughs> you're funny. You're funny. You almost got us. All right. You can't put that steep of a price tag on a ship that's meant to be a G4 killer. <clears throat> All right. Guys, take a look at these screenshots. <clears throat> There's uh, Ingram's sarcophagus, tier eight, full health against uh, a player on our server, Cal, who is a level 50, and there's his pylum at tier 8. Okay? Now, granted, Ingram did damage. He did significant damage. As a matter of fact, we take a look at that screenshot, and I would say, John, you probably did between 35 and 40% hull damage. All right? 35 to 40%. Now, guys, listen. All right? They, they, listen. 35 to 40% means that Ingram could have killed this ship in three goes. Now, there is, there is a caveat here, okay? There's a caveat here. Three goes means that it's going to cost Ingram uh, a day's worth of Bacchanite, which, by the way, is completely free, given away for free. And that pylum is probably going to cost Cal in the neighborhood of 400 million trite to repair. As a matter of fact, what Ingram did on that one shot that you're looking at right now is probably 100 to 120 million Tritanium in one shot. Now, this was the intention. Scopely said G4 players would be less likely to fly their G4 ships. I don't know that I'm seeing that a great deal yet. There's still a lot of G4 ships flying. But there's also no sarcophaguses out there flying either. All right? But Ingram's got his at Tier 8. Mine's at Tier 6. As more people obtain this ship for free or for the Battle Pass, you're going to see a lot more of them out here. And here is where I truly do see the value. Hang on, crazy. He says, show me a Tier 5 level 35 player with a sarcophagus. Do anything worthwhile. Actually, I'll be happy to show you. My sarcophagus can kill... 8 and 9 million jellies, it's tier 6. Okay? It is doing it. By the way, my tier 6 sarcophagus will melt your 5 million enterprise. Melt it. Okay? We've done it on video. Crazy, you can go back and see it. All right? You can go and see it on our YouTube stream. It will melt the G3 epics. Melt them. All right? Without breaking a sweat. Now, guys, pretend with me for a second. Close your eyes and think. For a second. Here's the value as I see it. In the next 10, 20, 30, 40 days, however long it takes for the majority of the galaxy to get this ship for free or for cheap, there, here's the value. Me personally, with Ingram having one, with me having one, by the way, I'm pretty sure I'm the only person in my alliance who's got one. There might be one other, maybe. Maybe. The value in this is flooding 
every oh, node. Every node, folks. Think about this. If an alliance has 25 of these, now it's a different story. One is not going to make a difference. 25 is actually going to. Now, Swagger says, well, the VIPs are going to fly theirs too. You're correct. That will happen. But everybody is operating on limited repair uh, currency. Okay? So whose are going to die first? Big Country is already saying right here, my alliance has seven, and we already are seeing less G4 ships flying around in territory capture. Already seeing it because the repair bills are outrageous. So if you're alive, and by the way, let's, let's do this again. Let's go back into LCARs again. All right, and I'm going to show you this here very quickly. Coffin, T1 to T6. We're going to go Tier 6. I think that's a very fair, realistic expectation for you guys to be able to get to. Uh, and, and when I say fair and expected, it, do, it is going to cost a few thousand ore. It's going to cost a few thousand ore. But, folks, what have we said? Uh, before this ship came out, we were joking on the show one time, and we said, gosh, Crystal you know, is our bottleneck because of miners and interceptors. Gas is a bottleneck because of research and my enterprise. Oh, God, I got ore for days. I got thousands of ore. I got ore, ore, ore. I got so much ore. I got ore for days. Okay? Now, for those of you building augers, agreed, Mr. Big. I don't have ore for days. I don't have ore for days because I've been working on my auger. Okay? But if you, if you were literally not working on an auger, then you probably do have a fair amount of ore. Folks, the base value I just put in the graphics room, the base value for Tier 6 is 5,200 uncommon ore. Now, research is going to take that down by a decent chunk. Guys, you're talking less than 5,000 ore, guaranteed less, probably like 4,500-ish, or, or okay? Battle Droid says, oh, my God, I have that. Guess what? If you've got, say, 45, 46, 4,700 uncommon ore, you're an instant tier six if you're ops 37. Okay? If you're ops 33 or down, you're stuck at tier two. All right? But tier, but, but, but ops, um, uh, ops 34. I'm sorry. Ops 34 can get all the way to tier six. Not 37. I'm sorry. Yeah, thank you, Neo. I got, I got messed up there. An ops, uh, ops 34 can take it to tier six. Okay? You can get to tier six. And, and here's what I'm here to tell you. This ship is valuable at tier six. Okay? It is good. Is it going to kill a pylum? No. Is it going to kill a hegta? No. Can it melt that four and a half million enterprise that's constantly griefing you? Uh, uh yes, sir. Wardod says, is that three or four star? It's all three star, buddy. It's all three star. Okay? Snipes says tier 10 or tier 11 could kill the pylum. And I agree, Snipes. I, nobody's done it yet. We haven't seen it yet. But I agree. I, I think tier 10, tier 11, I think it will kill pylums. Battle Droid says, I don't have the crystal. 
Okay, it does take a little bit of crystal. To get to tier six, you're probably looking at about 1,000 crystal, maybe 1,100 crystal, all right? Now, granted, that's a chunk, but that's still not a ton, all right? Guys, I mean, your battle pass probably gave you four or 500. If you look at some mini events in your refinery, that's probably another four or 500 in the span of 30 days. I mean, I'm here to tell you, if you don't spend crystal on miners or research or whatever else, you can have 1,000 crystal in a month. I don't care who you are, what you say, what your argument is, you can save 100 three-star uncommon crystal in 30 days. Period. Plain out. I challenge you. I'll take anybody's bet. You can get 1,000 in a month. Okay. Now, what I'm here to tell you is, again, I don't think the value in this ship lies in one person using it. If it is used as an alliance, if 100% of your capture nodes have these on it, it is going to be A, more expensive, and B, more difficult for alliances to clear you out. Even the bigger alliances. And yes, those bigger alliances will also be flying their coffins. I get that. And that may negate the benefit, but does it really? Because if big country is coming to me with a 9 million jelly or his tier 6 coffin, and my coffin is tier 6, then what's it actually coming down to now? Crew and research the way it should be. Crew and research. Guys, whether you want to admit it or not, whether you want to admit it or not, this ship does level the playing field even if the whales have it. Okay? And when I say level the playing field, I'm not saying that I'm equal to a level 30. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that that level 30 has a much better shot at killing me than he did before. Okay? Big Country wants to come at me with his Tier 6 coffin, and my coffin is Tier 6. He's probably still going to win. He's got officer stats. He's probably got a little bit better crew. He's probably got better research. But guess what? He's probably not going to live twice. All right, research is going to make a difference, but I doubt it's going to be that huge. Mr. Big says whales are going to have better research and higher tier officers. Exactly. That's exactly what I just said. It's exactly what I'm saying. I'm not saying that he can't lose to me. I'm saying it's not an infinitesimal loss. What happens right now if I take my enterprise? Hey, big country. Big country. What happens if I suicide? I'm going to ask you a series of questions. What happens if I take my Enterprise, which is roughly 3.8 million, and I ram it into your Calvin? <laughs> what happens? It goes boom. It goes boom. How much, it, it just, you know, ballpark guessing, how much did I hurt you? How much did I cost you? A couple million trite? Uh, 10 million? Yeah, probably like 10. Okay, 10 million trite. So I cost you a little bit of a chunk. I mean, that sucks. 10 million trite. But he's also a G4 player. He's Ops 46, so he probably has more trite than I've got. He's probably willing to spend a little bit more trite than I'm willing to spend, yada, yada, yada. The point is, how much percentage hull damage did I do to your Calvin? Yeah, maybe like 10%, maybe. Oh, my gosh, like really? You think it's crew. that high? Thank you. <laughs> that makes me feel great. Maybe. <laughs> uh, I, I, was, I was thinking 1%, maybe 2 Okay? Which means, in theory, I'm going to have to suicide my Enterprise into him approximately 70 times to kill his Calvin. 
Okay? Now, what if, what if he came at me with the same ship? If he came at me with his sarcophagus and I came at him with my sarcophagus, he might beat me, right? You're probably going to beat me big, right? Because you're 46. You're going to beat me Mm -hmm. that first time. That first time, but you know what? I'm probably going to zonk you of at least 50 to 60, maybe 65% of your hull, right? Yeah. 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 What happens if I come back? Or, 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 what happens if my teammate is waiting right behind me to take another shot at you? Yeah. Being a, being a 46 now obviously still has advantages, but the playing field is just a little bit more level. He could come through and wipe an entire system with his Kelvin. Or, or 25 of these with an alliance are actually going to be unformidable force. Snake Eyes says, oh, shocking. Teamwork. Go figure. And Korat, you're, well, now Korat says, or you're on a note. The reason that I say that it doesn't matter with me and Big, because obviously we're, we're talking about the coffin. So if I'm on a node, then I get my bonus. If he's attacking me on that node, he's still going to get his bonus. Bo- if you're attacking somebody on a node, both of them are, are going to get the benefit of the bonus. That's the whole point. So e- even if, if, if I'm sitting on the node defending the node and he attacks the node, we're both still going to get the bonus because the damage, you know, the battle is for the node. It's on the node. Okay? So, yeah, you don't have to be on attack versus defense unless your officers call for that, Korat. For example, Captain Killy, her captain's maneuver is specifically when attacking a node, not defending the node, which is why I don't like her as, as an officer because most of the time I'm going to try to park on a node, right? I'm not clearing nodes. I'm trying to hold my own. And, guys, that's where I, I believe, at least at this early stage, big, and I invite your commentary here in about 10 seconds, so think about this. My personal opinion is this ship is going to, believe it or not, in my mind, gain value when it becomes free because now your alliance can can have 25 or 30 of them. And, and again, I don't think the value of this ship is in one. I think the value in this ship is having 30 of them on notes. How expensive is it going to be for another team to come in and clear 30 of these things off of nodes? It's going to be a lot harder than clearing 30 Rialtas off nodes. You know what I'm saying? So, Big, what what do you think? What's your your vision of the future of sarcophagus? And when I say future, I mean like potentially in the next ten to fifteen days. Yeah, no, I think you know once people get more, you know, it's it's going to be the team. I think it, it it gives a bigger benefit to the home field advantage, um, mm-hmm. especially because it works on note. I, I don't for. Me, like I'm not using it on a capture node. I'm going to the mining node because it's it's right next to my base. It's easier for me to get it there. It's easier for me to, you know, kind of not worry about trying to get a disco there because everybody's going to the same thing. I mean, they're, the discos are weak. The the ship outside off of a node is very weak. You know, so they're they're getting blown up to you know the speed crews on you know, D4s or Vidars. They're just it's just too fast. So, you know, I think you're better off, you know, getting them on, you know, the mining nodes, and then, you know, they're still earning points. And then once they're on the mining node, they're so 
hard to get off. So do you really think though, you're a team that has, go ahead. Well, the, you know, I, I actually almost disagree with you a little bit because the, I mean, obviously if I'm going to use it, I want to try to get four points mm-hmm. a minute instead of one point a minute, you know, now you're right. You right. got to get to the node. That's the key. If you can get to the node, right. then it's worth getting it there. But you know, yeah. but, but as a team now, think about this too, big, if your team comes up against mine, you know, and mm-hmm. we've, and we've seen it. Okay. Uh, if I've got a sarcophagus out there, that seems to be what everybody goes to first, right? Everybody goes right. to the sarcophagus first because they want to knock it out. But what if there's 25 of them in the system? And and let's pretend that they're all tier five. That's going to be pretty formidable, Big. I mean, I, I so I, I, I know what you're saying, right? You know, and listen, you've been, we've all been to these takeovers that's going on right now. It's not like there's 25 ships there. Like there's, hundreds of ships there so to to be able to get this ship through that traffic on a node is just uh you know i think it's harder you know where it's easier to get it you know to the gas node that's right by your base so that that's why i'm saying like i i envision it more i'm not saying it can't be done i'm just saying i i envision more of it to where you know they're gonna. You'll see a lot of them on the mining nodes because it's just hard to get them to the capture nodes yeah. when there's eighty, ninety. Uh, it's and listen. I mean, there, there's no secret. You know that. You know, right now with with what's going on in our server, you know, it's you know there's groups of alliances versus groups of alliances. So it's not like it's you know thirty ships versus thirty ships. Right. You know it's. Yeah. 200 ships versus 200 ships so conservatively uh, yeah conservatively yeah yeah, yeah. you know so I mean, in a lot of so cases it's a, 200 players thing to get yeah. to a capture node is uh just uh is tough <laughs> well you know and, and so that's why i say that. reading the chat a lot of people agreeing with you starbase says same thing better to get one point than no points um, right. you know, blue Mandalorian says maybe capture nodes for those with summons mining nodes for those without possibly Vita reminds you, you cannot sit on the mind of your enemy. So you can only sit on a mine if you're defending that territory. That's you're what trying- I'm saying. I, to yeah. me, the event, it's just going to be a big, big home field advantage. Well, I can see that point. I can see that point. And I'm with crazy says, gosh, you know, could this be too much? Will it stagnate territory capture if we are unable to face impenetrable defenses? And maybe, crazy, that's why they increase the impulse speed of the ship a little bit. Maybe they could even do a little bit more. What if this ship was as fast as an explorer? Not an interceptor, but but let's say let's say they increase the impulse to say 110 big. Just oh. just pretending. It, does this ship carry more value now in that it is easier ah. to get to a node? Because listen, once yeah, once, so. yeah. once there's a bunch of them, once there's, you know, 50 per alliance, okay, now the the bigger part of combat is going to be coffin on coffin, right? Because my oh. enterprise is not going to kill your coffin. No way. You're going to melt. You're, you're going to cut to me like butter. So the the maybe... Maybe this is an effort to keep the cost of territory capture down a little bit. You already said that we see less G4 ships running around, and even the guys that have hit me, I mean, they're spending big titanium. Maybe this is a way to allow uh, territory capture to actually cost a little bit less titanium because we're going to be using the Bacchanite. 
<laughs> you know, now Max says coffin chips are already strong enough. They don't need anything more. I, I guess I'm looking for the balance, Mac. Where is the benefit of the ship and how can it be fully adopted and utilized by teams? Because again, you know, and, and somebody said it a minute ago, 25 ships vanish pretty quickly if everybody's trying to take them out. And I don't disagree, but it's even worse, Captain Planets, when there's only one. Okay. Right now, I got I, I got my teams only one. I think there might be one other. All right, but that's that's the target. We've got targets painted on our back. But if all thirty capture nodes from my team are taken up with tier five sarcos, then now not only am I going to get less attention, but players are going to have to coordinate their attacks to clear those nodes. You know, and and then of course Great Depression chimes in with lag. And, 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 and he's right. How many attacks are you going to be able to coordinate and coordinate being the key word if it takes four minutes to get out of battle? You know? So, and then Swagger says, hey, how about D4s, Speed Crew, Charbonic, culling the coffins before they get to nodes? That's a real thing too. So, again, there's, there's pros and cons here. I'm not sure that this ship is impenetrable. It, but I'll tell you this. It's, it is performing admirably when you can get it to the point where it's supposed to be performing. You know what I'm saying? If you can get it on the node, it's performing well, folks. And that's why I say, all right, and I come back to my summary, and that's maybe big where we wrap it up here. I I think that the ship, I never would have had a problem recommending this ship for 20 bucks. I, I probably wouldn't have even had a problem recommending this ship for 50 bucks, to be perfectly frank with you. Given what it can do, what it can save you, how it levels the playing field for like me to you, you're a 46 and, and I'm a 39, and we can actually legit PvP with this ship. You know? So I, I'm okay. $300 was too much. $300 was too much for an initial paywall, and to not make it available in the Battle Pass I think was a mistake. But if, it, if it's $20, if, it, if they do surprise us, if they do provide events where the final 18 blueprints become available at little or no cost during the month of December, then I feel a hell of a lot better about this ship. And I feel that it is worth the investment of $20. Big, how do you wrap up with that? I agree. No, I, I agree. It's it's not worth, you know, like I said, I always do it as a guinea pig, you know, but I, one thing that we talked about in our alliance, I would not recommend, you know, spending $300, you know, Agreed. grind it out. It's not like a must have, especially at this early in the Agreed. game. Agreed. Um, as a matter yeah, of fact, 20 bucks at the end, that's, that's, yeah, no, no issues with that. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I think, I think having it right now is kind of the guinea pig, uh, guinea pig's position where we're learning about it mm -hmm. and we're teaching about it. But advantageous wise, I think, you know, Jonathan Ingram. You don't miss anything yeah. if you don't have it. I, exactly. I think Jonathan Ingram, I think Cal, I think Foe, they're all going to say the same thing. These are all high-level players on my server. They're all going to say the same thing. Right now, there aren't enough of them to be costing them significant amounts of Tritanium. They are still successfully taking out my ship. Is it costing them a little bit more Trite? Yes, but they're level 50s, you know, so what's 10 million Trite versus 20 million Trite? You know what I'm saying? Like it's not that's not a concern for them. So, but now you you multiply that by 30 times, you know, now they've got a concern. Now they've got a cost barrier. Right now, one or two per alliance is not enough to make a difference. 
and why I think that when this shit becomes widely available, that it will change the game uh, as far as the use of the coffin. Lag notwithstanding, Tabby Moza. Okay, lag is an issue. Get it. Got it. Good. Lag, Corat. I got you. <laughs> All right. Lag, says depression. I get it. I, I'm, just, I'm just saying that when your team has a bunch of these, I don't. I guess what I'm saying here is don't write it off. If your team, let's pretend that Scopely makes it available in December, okay, and you had the battle pass, so you end up with 80 blueprints by December 31st. And you're going to come to me and say, is it worth building? Yes, it's worth building. Is it worth spending 5,000 uncommon ore? In my book, yes, it's worth spending 5,000 uncommon ore. Is it worth spending 12, uh, you know, 4,000 rare ore? No, <laughs> no. All right, not to me, not not to anybody building an auger, okay? Like, to be honest with you, Big, mine's at tier six, and that's probably about where I'm going to stay, to be honest no, with you. No, I, I was actually going to ask you that question and, and thought that that's great. So, you know, you have that, you know, you have 3,000 uncommon or right now. What do you feel? Are you more con- – you don't have an auger. You're, you know, you're still working on your auger. You know, you focus on that or you focus on that, the coffin. So what would be your opinion? But no, that's guess. exactly what I was going to ask you. Yeah, okay. So that's yeah. a good question. And and if you have a young auger, if you have a young auger, I, I think that I 100% believe that you work on the auger, okay? I, 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 agree. I, I agree. I think that because it's just a more well-rounded ship. You're using it in PvP, you're using it in PvE, you're using it in armadas, you're using it in bases, you know, base defense, base cracking, blah, blah, blah. You're using it literally everywhere. Kill enterprises. Yeah, if it's an epic ship, (laughs) if it's an epic ship, then, then, you know, I feel like that's got to be your focus. So now if you're working on a D4, you're working on an, on an Enterprise, you're, you're fortunate in the, in the fact that you don't have to choose on your materials. But if you're working on an auger, this is an unfortunate yeah. position to find yourself in and why I will continue to maintain that new currencies are not evil community. I hear me when I say new currencies are not the devil because... Okay. Vita, but, hang, hang on, hang on. Sorry to say it, <laughs> but I still remember some old promise from back in the days when we had Borg that they said they would clean up the currency when the arc was done. We still got those Borg points. Oh, come on, Vita, who cares? <laughs> I love you, but who cares? Who cares? Why does it matter that I still have Borg points from March in my inventory? Like that is because not they impairing made a my promise gameplay. to do something, and they did not. It doesn't Vita, affect. Actually, what, Vita, what they said was they would clean it up before they started another Borg arc. Thank you. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't affect my gameplay. Now that being said, that being said, the currencies thing. I know a lot of people are, are you know, have issues with new currency, but this is why, folks. This is why you have to be okay with currency. What if? Let's pretend because listen, we know that the majority of the galaxy's federation. As a primary, as a primary faction, the majority of you guys are Federation, okay? Which means the majority of you are building or improving enterprises. Is that fair? Is that a fair statement? Okay. If you if you are ops thirty five or down, big, I bet you 
If you're 35 or down, I bet you at least 50% of you are Federation faction and less than 25 with the other two factions. All right? Which means, which means you're working on that enterprise. Now, what if this event ship came out here and it used gas? Would you be pissed? Would you be pissed? Mm. Snipe says yes. Tabby Moses says yes. Guess what? All right? Mr. Big and I, we're pissed. Okay? Because we're trying to work on our augers. And now I got a ship that wants 13,000 uncommon ore. And of course, that's for tier nine, whatever, but blah, blah, blah. Okay? Stevens Aaron <coughs> says, God forbid they release an event ship that uses crystal. Yeah, that's okay. what I was going to say. <laughs> Shinjo says, I was pissed at the 695 gas just for summons. Okay? So, guys, guys, keep in mind here, okay? New currencies are not the devil. Captain Planet says, shush, don't give him ideas. Captain Planet, I'm here to tell you, this was already their idea, okay? The community screamed about currencies, and so they gave us a ship that used the same currency. All right? And too bad, so sad for anybody who's working on battleships because now you have to choose. And if I have to choose, it's not going to be the coffin. All right? I got the coffin to tier six. That's, that's where it's going to stay for me. I got a lot of work to do left on my auger. Okay? Got a lot of work left to do on my auger. So that's where it stays. I got to work on the auger. It's my more useful ship. All right? So that's what I got to work on. And so for those of you who are not working on augers, you actually have a little bit of an advantage. You've got ore for days is what you said. Ore for days. Mr. Big says Stella uses its own mats. Why not the sarcophagus? Mr. Big, because people complained about the Stella using its own mats. Uh, plain and simple. Too many currencies. Too many currencies. I can't keep my head around too many currencies. Well, I'm here to tell you, currencies are what allow you to multitask in this game. All right. If everything uses, if everything in the game used ISK, <laughs> if everything in the game used Latinum, if everything in the game used one currency, imagine how bottlenecked you'd be for that currency. Okay? Because I'm here to tell you, there's never going to be a model in this game where you have enough to do everything. Big, if you had enough to do everything, the game would be over, right? Yeah, be bored. If yeah, you had enough to, to do everything, then the game is over. All right? So that's why currencies are gated, and that's why currencies are different. Battle Droid says everything but the Stella uses crystal. Well, a lot does use crystal. A lot does use crystal. So... That's why I'm a fan of new currencies, Battle Droid. That's why I like new currencies. All right, big country. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, I want to talk about the event store. I, we, that's kind of what I meant to start with here. I was going to do the sarcophagus later, but since it kind of just went to that, then cool. All right, I think we had a good conversation. And honestly, I do still see value in this ship, but it's going to have to really iterate the way I expect it to. Okay, I, 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 and so when I say go ahead and keep grinding on it, I remind you of the conversation, Big, that we had about the Discovery. I said don't give up on it. Do you remember? 
I said, yep. don't give yep. up on it. At this stage, folks, don't give up on the sarcophagus. Don't spend money. Do not tell anybody that Ultimate DJ said spend money. As a matter of fact, Scopely, sorry. What was that, DJ? Spend money? Okay. <laughs> Scopely, I apologize deeply. But what I'm saying is at this point in time, me, myself, and I, Ultimate DJs, is not recommending that you spend money on these blueprints. I need, I think also just I need more information. Money, if you do have it, if you do have it, make sure you monitor how much back and night you have yep. and the repair costs. Yep. So you want to make sure you're able to repair the ship. Yep. Grind it out or buy a pack. Level 50 for life, bro. I'm with you, Tabby Moza. All I'm saying, guys, is don't give up on it. If you can build it, then build it. If you can start working on it, do that. Do not spend hundreds of dollars on this ship. It's too early. We need more information. And that is how I feel about this ship right here right now. And what I kind of said about Discovery three months ago, I said it was too early to tell, but I felt like you should go ahead and take the free currency and take the free materials and take the free blueprints and continue to work on the ship with what Scopely was giving you to do. And I, I am encouraging the same here now. The ship is young. It's three weeks old. We could see more. However, the big difference here this time big is I haven't seen the future plan. I saw it with Discovery. They showed me. <laughs> All right. I haven't seen it yet on this one. All right. But I have seen what it can do. And that's interesting enough for me to build it for free. I ain't going to spend a dollar on it yet, but I'll, I'll work on it for free. And that's what I think you should do. <laughs> Folks, we're going to take a very quick break. This segment on the sarcophagus here on Talking Trek Live brought to you by Facebook.com slash MN Toy Posse. It's my toy posse. Big country. Listen, you strike me as uh, a professional working adult, right? But we are nerds. <laughs> we're geeks. We like Star Trek. We're playing video games together. We're online on a Wednesday, Sunday night, a Sunday night at 10 o'clock in the nighttime talking about a video game on a podcast. Guys, we're nerds, okay? And nerds love toys, all right. Some of us do. Listen, if you got on Facebook.com right now, Facebook.com slash MN Toy Posse, and you check out this group, I actually spent a little bit of time there the other day, Big, just looking at some of the stuff that they had listed. There's actually some cool stuff on there. There's some stuff from back when I was a kid. I saw a He-Man doll, and legit, like one that I had when I was a kid. Like, it wasn't a new thing. It was a legit old 1980s action figure, guys, and it was there in the package some people may like that. You may collect toys. You may be looking to buy and sell. You may be looking for something as a special gift to somebody, and you can find it with My Toy Posse. It's facebook.com slash Posse. This segment of Talking Trek brought to you by our sponsor, My Toy Posse. Go online and check them out at facebook.com slash Posse for all of your rare collectible toy needs. My name is Ultimate DJs. We'll be back in a moment. Don't go anywhere. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Baskin Robbers. Stop in and try our new double fudge frozen yogurt. But first, empty your pockets on the counter and lay face down on the floor. Tonight, on an all-new intervention, we go inside the disturbing new addiction that's bringing America to its knees. My name is Doug Fritz, and I am addicted to watching Hallmark movies. I was flipping channels, and I came across this cheesy young couple baking cookies. 
The acting was terrible, but I kind of liked it. Watching Hallmark movies was a high like nothing ever before. Every story had a happy ending in more ways than one. I skipped work to watch a hundred couples get engaged. I'm pretty sure half the guys weren't even straight, but I couldn't stop watching. I saw the Hanukkah special nine times, and I'm not even Jewish. And then I hit rock bottom. I wrote my own script for a Hallmark movie. Oh my gosh, that's so crazy. I wrote a script too. Intervention, the watching Hallmark movies epidemic. This is just like the end of Cross Country Christmas. And they lived happily ever after. Just kidding, they're both in the nut house now. and Hollis. Too. Thank you, Mac. <laughs> Welcome in, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs. Welcome back to the show. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast, Christmas and Hollis Run DMC. There you go, right there, okay? Uh, yeah, absolutely. For those of you, all oh, Cam says, I hate that song. Man, that is, that is like, first of all, you're about to get booted. Yeah, that too, too late. Done. Booted and looted, Cam. All right, that was Big Country's request. He was like, I got to have it. He was like, it's the best Christmas carol from the best Christmas movie of all time. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Hashtag Die Hard is a Christmas movie. There you go. So <laughs> welcome in, everybody. Uh, appreciate you guys being back here. Welcome back to the show. Big, can you believe it? Can you believe it? Die Hard is apparently not a Christmas movie. I don't believe it. It's a real thing. Yippee ki yay! All about perspective. <laughs> That's right. Uh, welcome back in, everybody. So uh, during the break, Snake Eyes threw up a couple of other pieces of merchandise. Guys, some great new merchandise coming in. You guys need to check it out. The Talking Trek merchandise room. 
uh, here in our Discord. If you're listening in podcast, please come on over. Check us out, okay? Uh, the, the website where you can find our Discord link is TalkingTrackSTFC.online. TalkingTrackSTFC.online, where you can find links to everything, like our YouTube channel and even our Discord here. And you can join the Discord, and you'll, you'll get to see a bunch of stuff, okay? Uh, Tavi Moses says, fake news that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. No way, man. No way. All right. Uh, yeah, Max says the sequel was also a Christmas movie. Agreed. All right. So <laughs> anyway, you guys can check it out here in our Discord, and you'll find a room called Talking Trek Merchandise where Snake Eyes is putting up great stuff. Okay. How about this one, folks? Uh, let's see. Hold on. Let me find this one. You should count. Repeat after me, everybody. You should count on the refinery for materials as much as you count on your generators for resources. Big, I think that's an actually a very fair statement. As much as you guys rely on your generators is how much you should rely on the refinery. I, I think that's I think that's a very fair statement. All right, do that's it with funny. do it with events. All right, do it with events. Do it. You do, control your own destiny. Control it. All right. Anyway, uh, yeah, events from materials or in battle pass. You know your mini sub events. Look there. There's an armada chest. Uh, oh, oh, snap. That's a full pull of an ISS jelly. Very nice. And clearly an Ops 39 player because there's four-star materials in there. Dang on. Sobex, that's, that's stupid. That's stupid. Hey, by the way, by the way, um, you say that's 38, but I didn't think 38's got four-star materials in their armada chest. I could be wrong. That could have changed, but I didn't think that I started getting four-star materials in my armada chest until I was 39. So Shinjo says, okay, I can confirm four-star materials in the 38 chest. Okay, all right, I'll, I'll stand corrected then. Stand corrected. As a matter of fact, and Captain Planets, it's 123 because he got a one, he got a full pull of 120 and then obviously got three more shards, okay? So, yeah, but now Stevens Aaron says it's only supposed to be common four-star. Look, there's four-star uncommon in that prize giveaway right there. That's why I was saying, I, I mean, it could be 38. It could be. I don't know. I don't remember. Anyway, listen, there was something that I wanted to bring up to your guys' attention. I, I don't even know if this has been talked about before. Big, uh, will you do me a favor real quick? Will oh. you go into your, your rogue store? Go into your rogue store and go down and look at the Stella Particles conversion. Now, I've always told people this was a terrible idea. I have. I've always told people this is a completely terrible conversion a terrible idea yeah. and that you should not yeah. use stellar particles on materials until your until your research until your stellas is maxed and your research is is like maxed out right now let me let me tell you why i was potentially maybe considering possibly kinda maybe doing a pull all right and, and i'll and i'll tell you why and and then i'm going to ask your opinion I was considering doing a pull because I am so ridiculously close. I mean, less than 100 rare ore away from tiering my auger to tier 8. Now, for some of you guys, you'll know that, that a tier 8 auger, I mean, an auger anyway is beast mode, but big, a tier 8 auger is, is a menace to society, right? A tier 8 auger is a menace to society. Yes? You know what? I even say so now with a lot of the new officers. So, yeah. A tier 8 auger could be a menace 
to society. And I'm, I'm like 111 away. All right, 111. Mm-hmm. Now, here is, well, okay, so Kel says, don't do it. There's a possibility you only get uncommons. And I agree. I don't disagree with that in any way, shape, or form. Except uh, I just threw up my screenshot there, okay? Uh, and I was going through big. I noticed that gas is different. And I wondered if this is a bug or if you got, if, if I'm missing a piece of research uh, or missing something. Take a, take a look here real quick, if you don't mind. All right, big country showed gas, uh, which, by the way, is all uncommon. I showed crystal, which shows a great opportunity for rare crystal, okay? And ore does the same thing. However, gas, gas is not displaying any rare gas. Is, is anybody, has anybody looked into this? Has anybody filed a ticket? I literally just discovered this today. I don't even know if anybody has looked at it because we've also we've been saying don't do this, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. So I, I would assume a lot of us have not looked at doing it. All right, but I I, I was tempted today, big. I was tempted because here it, and here's why. Here's Rex says no one has ever pulled this ever, and and I understand. I understand. Here's why I was tempted, folks. Listen, you got to listen to a man who's got the Taco Bell logo as an avatar. <laughs> I do. Okay. I was tempted because I'm so close. I'm so close to tearing my auger. And 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 here's why. Okay. I was I, I currently I currently have, if you look at my screenshot, you will see I am currently holding seven hundred and twenty five thousand particles. Now you may say, holy crap, DJ, how did you get seven hundred and twenty five thousand particles? Well, big you country. You can do five researches. I here's the problem. I can't even do five <laughs> researches, big, because I'm gated on outlaw research credits. Okay, so I've got Stella particles for days, Stella particles for days, and I have no outlaw research credits. All right, so my bottleneck is no longer the Stella particles. At big right now, right here today. I've got to ship in my scrapper until Wednesday. I, I decided to scrap my Kumari because, again, I need the materials. So I'm scrapping my maxed Kumari, and I'm getting some stuff back from it. But my, my point is this. If, if I could scrap another Stella, which is another 470,000 particles, I'm going to have over a million particles. Now, if my gateway continues to be if my gateway continues to be outlaw research credits, then if I can keep up with Stella particles, I, I know, I know, God, I'm a, I'm a blasphemous hypocrite. But big, if I can keep up with my Stella particles and my gateway is outlaw research credits, then would it be the most terrible thing for me to sneak in a refine or two here and there for, for my rare? Ugh. I mean, I, uh, I mean, I, don't know. <laughs> I, 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 I listen, I mean, it's, uh, you know, that's the thing about the game. We talk about this all the time. It's like the hardest thing is, is to have the patience, you know, wait for those station events to upgrade your stations, wait for the research event to do your research, wait for the dominations or the, the jelly event to do your ops. And, you know, it, it's the same thing, you know, and this is the same thing, you know, 
it looks like I have a bunch of stellar particles. So I should, you know, do I show the patience of waiting to get the, the, the ore and grind it or, you know, do this. And, you know, with the conversion rate, you know, the common sense tells you that you should wait, you know, cause you know, but sometimes it's like having that patience because you want to be, I gotta be tier eight. Now, I want to you know? be tier eight. I need to be able to I kill Big's jelly. Is the tier eight now going to be the difference between <laughs> killing this one person or not? Of course it is, Big. Listen, the faster <laughs> I get to, the faster I get to tier eight, the faster I can kill your ships. Okay. Yes, um, exactly. So, so yeah, that, that's the thing. Like we always say, there's hundreds <laughs> and hundreds of ways. To, to play the game and, and nobody's right nobody's wrong we all you know we all we all talk see about this it. is the, actually the sparking always the one that always is like this is sparking an interesting <laughs> conversation listen up to this point up to this point stella particles and outlaw research credits have been holding me back all right agreed uh, up to this point i have not maxed a stella but what was something else that i said on the show once you get to the first one once you get the first one, the rest of them kind of come a lot easier. Big, would you not agree that that once you get I, the first one, I, the next ones come faster, right? Listen, you see how many I have. Uh, hang on. Let's go back to big screenshot. That's a good point. Let's look at big screenshot. Big is showing. <clears throat> big is showing that he only has 1,400 Stella particles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe not then. See, again, the the point that I was making is my scales are not balanced at this moment. Right now, I have a clear and obvious surplus of stellar particles, you know, and and I don't have the research credits to go with it. So now, granted, I might be able to, but, but see, here's the thing. I can only accumulate... 3,300 research credits per day. I, that's all I can get. Okay? Like, like I can come up here and right there. Res- well, I guess technically, technically I could get 6,600, but that's like five times as expensive. I mean, Big, what do you do with the research credits? Are you doing single pulls? you do double? What, what do you do there? Uh, no, I mix it up depending upon how much I have. Once I get over 5,000, then I normally... The, once I get like five thousand road credits, then I usually do a couple double pulls. So I usually don't do more than a double pull. All right. Well, I have always traditionally done singles. I do singles, right. and 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 I don't normally have enough to do a single every single day. You know, because I don't earn enough outlaw research credits. I mean, I don't earn enough road credits to do a pull every single day. So that is it because of the research you don't. Know, well i've never had an issue with okay so i just bought the prime this week literally like three days ago i finally broke down and i bought the rogue credit prime so it may change for me now but i'm also six months behind you and and so you're showing only 1400 particles but you've got boatloads of research credits all right. I'm the exact opposite. I got 750,000 particles with another 467 that's going to go in the scrapper on Wednesday. And I got no research credits. Like the research credits for me is the bottleneck. So <clears throat> that's why I was becoming tempted to fast track my ore. And when I went through here, that's when I discovered, and guys, we're actually glossing over the point here. That's when I discovered that gas is not showing any rare ore. 
Okay. So um, that was actually the point that I wanted to bring up today is, has anybody else seen this? Is there a reason mine's not showing rare? And is this something we need to escalate? Um, Goat My gas shows rare. I can purchase rare gas from you it. You can purchase rare. Okay. So then what we need to do here is we need to figure up an ops thing. Okay. There's clearly an ops break here where the refinery may be wrong. Bull is a 39 the same. Uh, has no rare. Epic Neo is a 40 plus. Does not. Uh, he said all three look the same. Snipes. What are you? You're 39 too, right? You don't have a, uh, yeah, he's 39, so he has no rare. Mr. Big says, same here. I posted a screenshot. I have no rare. So here's what we need to do. Uh, we see rare at 37. We see rare at 33. Commander Taylor says 38. Do you have rare or just uncommon? 37 has rare. Great Depression says I have no rare at 45. Yeah, I have no rare. Based on the ops or the rep level of the rogue? It can't be rep level because I've got rare in crystal and rare in ore, but no gas. Twab says I'm 42. No rare. So it cannot be rep. Um, looks like, okay, 36 has... Faction so, reputation, perhaps? Uh, can't be... No, can't be that. I'm triple locking No, not, uh, no not with uh, that faction, but with uh, Robinson Federation I, I wouldn't uh, Klingon. Think so. No, I wouldn't think so. I'm the same lep. I, I'm what... What is it? Respected? I'm 10 million with all three. So that wouldn't... That wouldn't be it either. <clears throat> um, Commander Taylor... No, wait a second. You just said you didn't have rare. Commander Taylor, what's your ops level? You're 38. See, now I'm getting confused because 37 doesn't have the rare. I'm 35 and I have it. All right, and 36 has it. 37 a moment ago said that they did not, but 38 says it does. 39 says no. It looks like a lot of the 40-plus. Uh, Trap Lord says ops 40 is uncommon only. Here's a 42 and a 46 with no rare. Guys, I think there's something wrong with this refinery. So, you know what? Let me... I, you know what? At this point, Chick, I'm just going to stop. All right? We don't need to... We don't need to get any deeper into this. I'm just going to send it up. We'll let Scopely research it themselves. There's clearly a problem with this refinery here somewhere. Uh, Infinite Key said... Now, see, that's weird. Infinite Key says, I'm 45 and I have rare, but I just got a message from a 46 who has no rare. There's something wrong. There's something wrong. So we'll figure it out. I'm going to send it up. Now, the good news is I'm actually really pleased that none of you guys noticed this before now. <laughs> that means none of you guys are doing it, which <laughs> is good because we've all said that this is a bad idea. But obviously we want the game to work. And, uh, and you know what? If you did decide to put yourself in a pinch and get you some rare, then perhaps maybe it should at least be available. But, uh, you know, maybe this is enough for me to say... Blue Mandalorian says, I did it once. I'll never do it again, actually. Okay. There you go. I, like I said, I, I just, man, I'm so close I can taste it, Big. I'm so close I can freaking taste it. As a matter of did fact. Did you guys say push the button? Do it. Do it. I, no, do it. I should not. I mean, that, that's, like, that's like going to the do grocery it. store. No, seriously. It's like going to the grocery store and buying a $9 gallon of milk because you're too lazy to drive the extra three minutes to Walmart. You know what I'm saying? Like, like honest to God. Yeah, you're paying for the labor. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, Max says it needs to be a lot cheaper, and then it might be more, you know, more worth it. But, uh, yeah, no, I, I get it. It's uh, Housekeeping says it tastes better from a gas station. 
<laughs> I I can't I can't do it. Uh, Goat Bear says okay 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 Snipes, uh, you're onto something here. He says maybe it's Rogue Faction rep because I am now partner. No no that's a lie that's a lie that's a lie. I'm known associate. I'm known associate. Sorry, I thought I was partner. I'm not. All right, Infinite Key says I'm partner. Great Depression says I'm partner. So maybe it is something to do with known associate. Because partner... So the, the, so the higher you go up, the, you don't get rare? Well, uh, your partner, right? Big? Yeah. Partner. S- Snake yeah. Eyes... Snake Eyes says I'm known associate and I have it. That, you know what? That's it. There's something wrong. Okay, there's something wrong. Uh, Captain Planet says, that fits. The higher rep you go, the worse it gets. No, there is something. There's something wrong. Okay, we'll figure it out. I'm going to send it up. Max says, same thing. I'm 45. I'm partner. No rare. I, uh, Irish says, I'm known associate. No rare. He's a 46. So uh, there's something. It's definitely broken. I'll send it up. I'll send a ticket tomorrow. It's fine. We'll, we'll figure it out. But again, again, obviously not something you guys are super awful worried about because no one should be using it. And I was just tempted because I'm, I'm so close, like big. It's like, it's like when you're going through the Taco Bell drive-thru, all right? And all you can think about is a Mexi Melt. Like you, you think about the Mexi Melt so much that you can literally taste its meaty, cheesy, tomatoey goodness in your mouth before you've even ordered. Like right now, legit, I can taste a Mexi Melt. All right, it's in my mouth. Pull the button. It's in Just my mouth. Just push the button, DJ. Eat your Maxi melt. <laughs> then Max it. says, then Taco Bell takes it off the menu. You know you can still get it, Mac. It's a little bit more expensive. It's like 30 cents more expensive. You, here's what you do. You order a cheesy roll-up, add pico, add beef. Okay? And, and they do it. It is a Maxi melt. Cheesy roll-up, add pico, add beef. It's a Maxi melt, and they still, they'll still do it that way. So there you go. Yeah, there you go. If you guys had to have a Maxi melt, big. you a lot more. It's only like 30 cents more than it used to be. All right, because the it's like thirty cents more than it used to be. I mean, and it's still so worth it. All right, yeah, that's right. Stevens, Aaron, Big Country, and I—we've got the secret menu. Okay, we know how to order the stuff that we want. As a matter of fact, the only thing that I can't get anymore that I am genuinely upset about are cheesy fiesta potatoes. I can't get cheesy fiesta potatoes anymore. Big, very upset about it. No more potato. No more potatoes. All right, but uh, yeah, you can still get a Mexi melt, cheesy cheesy roll up. Add pico, add beef. There you go. I'm upset about what kind of North Carolina Hickville stuff is that? (laughs) Add pico, add beef. All right, there you go. Um, Or oh, no way. Chuck Segrun says, or just work for the franchisee and you can make anything you want, buddy. You're my new best friend. (laughs) That's right, man. I would love to. You know, honest to God, I'd love to like be creative in there at some point. You know, I mean, you know, not necessarily work there, but I'm just saying, like. You know, I would imagine that there is a level of creativity that comes with working in in a, a restaurant kitchen of one of your favorite places. Like, I, I've always heard that people said, I would never eat there after working there. But but I, I don't know about that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think I would genuinely gain 500 pounds working at Taco Bell because I would eat it all the time. I know I would. I love it too much. All right. Um... Let's see, hour and a half in. We do have to take our, our final break. And gosh, we still haven't gotten to the event store. So let's, let's do this. Let's do this. The event store, Captain Planets, thank you. We've talked about a couple of things, but I want to get into the event store. 
Folks, take a look at your event store very quickly, and we're going to go through this super-duper quick, okay? Because here's the thing. I know that we want to talk about it. I know that we want to provide uh, provide you advice or provide you insight into what you should be buying, what's the good value versus what's not a good value. I'm here to tell you, all right? I have always believed this, and and that's why I feel somewhat awkward in telling you, quote-unquote, what you should buy. That's why I don't like the content creators telling you what you should buy, what's a great deal, because it, it, it's it's up to you, okay? It's up to you. For example, all right, there's people in my alliance right now who are so close to their enterprise, they can taste it, just like I can taste a Mexi-Melt right now, okay? They're so close to their me- Snake Eyes. Snake Eyes, right here in this room, is so close to an auger, he can literally slap it across its face. All right? So, what do I think that Snake Eyes is buying with his event store loot? I think he's buying auger blueprints. Bought, he says. Not even buying. Already done. Bought. Purchased. All 20. Okay? All 20. All right. Battle Droid says, is it worth it buying charged probes? Okay. Now, here, here's my personal opinion on this droid. And again, depends on what your ultimate goals are. Me personally, no. I would not purchase charged nanoprobes with event store currency because you can do that every single day already. The, the one thing that I like about an event store is the potential to get a lot of something quickly. Okay, if it's grindable, me personally, that's where I feel like it, be, it loses value. Okay, and why I always am a huge fan of officers. Okay, now, so let's take a look at this. Cultivated mycelium, I am going to bet $5 that Big Country bought some mycelium. Am I wrong? You are wrong. Really? I'm surprised I, at that. I, 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 I'll, but I will say, yeah, I have not yet because they had the packs so i got some from the packs okay okay well i knew you needed some that's why okay okay i knew you needed some and so you know for for big when i first saw that i figured he was going to come and buy some mycelium because he needed that okay some people wanted wanted the the original jelly blue for uh, jellyfish blueprints the baby jelly that was available okay that's cool franklin was in here for some people who don't yet have it the Botany Bay for people who don't yet have it. Discovery for people who missed that arc. Devor Blueprints, Vidar Blueprints, Stella Blueprints. Listen, I had somebody come to me the other day and say, hey, I don't have, I, I missed the Stella arc. Should I get a Stella? I said, uh, only one? Honest <laughs> to God, that's what I said to him. I said, listen, if you've got enough loot to buy two or three, buy two or three. At least two. At least two. All right. Boaz says, I bought a third Stella. Okay. So again, depends on your needs. But what's great about this event store is that it was so versatile. It has everything. It's got the rare 32 blueprints. It's got the epic 34 blueprints. It's got the uncommon 28 blueprints. It's got all three of the faction miners at Ops 30. Okay. If you're working on your divorce, it's got divorce parts. If you're working on summons, it has spore drive components. All right, and a lot of them. I mean, listen, what we have earned already free in the game is. Oh my God, is that right? One chest is 200, 
And I've got enough event store currency, folks, to buy 100 chests. That's 20,000 Spore Drive components. Holy crap, that literally finishes your whole damn tree and maxes the discovery. I mean, seriously, if you've got 600,000 loot and discovery was 100% your, your goal, you literally can get 20,000 spore drive components. 20,000. And by the way, that's enough for all of the summoning all of the prerequisites, all of the warp range research, and maxing the Dagon ship. 20,000. 590,000 event store loot. Best ship in the fleet. Okay, so if you need sport drive components, I think that is a great deal. If you are close to summons, finish summons. Okay, uh, plain and simple. If you don't have summons yet, finish that. Do that. And do the warp range research too. Get enough spore drive components to at least get you started on your warp range research. Now, you don't need to max it all out. We are still getting discovery refinery stuff. We're still earning that on a daily basis, so you don't need to finish it. Okay? Because you're still going to be earning some of that stuff moving forward. So you don't want to waste your event store currency. But my God, get enough to get your summons turned on. Get your summons turned on at least. Okay? How many people love mining Latinum? There's a Devor. Vidar, Stella. All right. Now, the Stella BPs, not normally available. So if you want an extra Stella, now's the time. Vidar BPs, same way. Discovery BPs, same way. Franklin BPs are normally available for sale on Sundays. Botany Bay blueprints have never, except for one time, been on sale. So if you want an extra Botany Bay, now's the time to do that too. The these event ships, guys, big. When I don't think even in our last event store we had all of these event ships. I don't think so. This is no. This, this was this was the first time that I remember the um, original jelly being part. So, because I I am I did actually get twenty five because I don't I don't have the baby jelly, so I still don't. But I did get those in case what? they come come available. Yeah. My big thing about the uh, the event store is I I feel like anything that's hard to get, this is the time to get it. Yes, and I think I think that's what I was kind of summarizing with these yeah. ships, the event ships that are literally never available for free. All right. Now you should do that. I want to ask you a question. So, because you did say that, did you say somebody bought nano probes with theirs? Somebody in the chat. Somebody was just asking the charge. Oh, because I didn't. It's not in mine. Because I was like, wait, there's nano probes. I thought I missed it. Like I went back. Um. So you know what? I don't see it in mine either. Where did yeah, you Where did you so get I, those from? Maybe it. Maybe it must be a level lock thing. Oh my goodness! Oh, Epic Neo's. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Epic Neo says it once it won't show once it's maxed. All right, and my my Vidar's tier nine. So, okay, so, okay, Snake Eyes. Yeah, Snake Eyes says he sees it. It's right next to the Vidar. See, mine doesn't show it because mine's maxed. So if yours is not maxed, now I'm like half tempted to get another Vidar so I can get nano probes. I don't. I bet, but I bet it doesn't show up. I bet it doesn't show up. <laughs> oh, 
No, it only uh, it only t- cares about the first Vidar or whatever is the highest, and yeah. bases it from there. Once you got one of the Vidars maxed, it's gone. Yeah, it's the same as with uh, retrieving the with uh, the refinery. Yeah, that uh, whatever Vidar is maxed, that's uh, what you got to exchange. Yep, I agree. So uh, yeah, uh, so so you know, listen, I, if it's grindable, like Big says, I'm not a huge fan of this unless it helps you know uh, unless it helps really reduce a grind okay so the charge probes i'm not a huge fan of doing that because you can get those daily however however if it's cheap enough and you're close enough that you could finish it then you know that might be something to think about as well because if you finish it then you're done and now you don't have to refine nearly as many charged probes you can do a single refine of charged and now start doing double refines of your active because I'm here to tell you the upper level players are feeling the burn when it comes to active nanoprobes. Okay, so if you can get a jump start on active nanoprobes, then you should because the upper level players can't promote their Borg officers because they don't have the active nanoprobes. So if you can get a jump start on that, you should. All right. Um, next. Okay. Next. I am always a huge fan of officers. I am always a huge fan of officers, although, of course... Oh. I'm going to skip the commons, the uncommons. I'm going to skip all those because those are actually not very diluted and they're showing up in the discovery refinery, like the discovery recruit section. And they're not very diluted. Tilly, Burnham, Hugh, Arium, uh, Lieutenant Stamets, the common, Lieutenant Saru, the common. uh, Those are very available. Now, Snake Eyes says, why are you now a fan of officers? I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why, folks, because a year and a half, two years ago, I skipped Harrison. (laughs) (laughs) I skipped Harrison, and it it is a decision that has haunted me ever since. Yes, Kel. I skipped Harrison two years ago. It has haunted me daily ever since. Okay? Second. And you skipped Hadley Leslie. And I skipped Hadley and Leslie, although those are not as game-breaking for me, but I did skip those. You know who else I skipped? I skipped Tal, like a moron. Even after I skipped Harrison, and I said, don't ever skip officers. I skipped Tal. Actually, it wasn't that I skipped Tal. I just didn't get him fast enough. They pulled him. I would have. I would have. Okay, but who has Tal and who loves Tal? Not me. That's the one I missed. Oh, I missed. I didn't get it. I didn't get it fast enough. Okay, you know who else I don't have that I would have liked to have had an opportunity to to work on more is Zal. Now, I've got Zal to 20 out of 20, but man, I wish I had him maxed. You know who's another one that I wish I had maxed that I don't? I've got him at 15 out of 15 is DJ Oki. And before anybody makes fun of me, let me just tell you, DJ Oki on an auger is stupid, stupid good. Okay? So, you know, I didn't have a chance to max Zal. I wish I would have. I didn't have a chance to max DJ Oki. I wish I would have. I missed Tal. I missed Harrison. Okay? So, I will be, me personally, spending as much loot as I possibly can, maxing Ash Tyler. 
I know, that sounds crazy. What in the hell are you talking about, DJ? Ash Tyler, I've been talking about him for the last three weeks. Not only is he a dashing good-looking guy, all right, but his officer ability is stupid good. Jay Berg says, are you going to do Ash over Giorgio? Yes. Uh, not technically. Jay Berg, I have most of Giorgio to Tier 2. I've got a Tier 1 Giorgio, and I've got like 65 out of 100 to get her to Tier 2. So I will be taking her to Tier 2. I will take her to Tier 2, and I'm going to spend every liter- like everything else I can get on Ash. If, and, and the way I'm doing my math, I think, I think that I, if I can earn like another 90,000 loot, which we've got 10 days, so, and, and, and I, gosh, you know, here's the thing. We have already earned a record-setting amount of loot. I have no idea how much they planned on giving us, but I also know that last two event stores, we got about 350000 That was it. All right? I'm already at 600000 Big, what are you at? I'm at 600000 Like, that's insane. So I'm hoping, Snake Eyes, how do you have a million... How do you have 900? Oh, 900 and... Oh, you're down to 960. Okay. <laughs> I, was, I was like, holy God. Holy... Trap Lord says, I'm at 730,000. 730,000. Now, Silent Stabber, you actually... I looked at this option. I looked at this option. He said, why not look at the Discovery Recruit Tokens? That's not a bad idea, but I don't want to leave it to chance. That's right, Captain Planets. It's too random. Meta Evil Knight says I'm at 476,000. Complete free to play. Not even Battle Pass. And I got 476,000 loot, which is probably about 200,000 more than he got in the last event store. Guys, I'm just saying. Ugh, this has been a super generous store. Knock on wood, Scopely. All right. So if I can get, if I can get about another 90,000 loot. If I can get about another 90,000 loot in the next 10 days, then I will have enough to take Giorgio to Tier 2 and take Ash Tyler to Tier 4. But now that'll be about it. That means I'm sacrificing my 5,000 independent credits this time, but I am done sacrificing officers. And Ash Tyler, folks, at Tier 4 excites me. He excites me. Let me show you these stats because they're in my PM channel with the Elkars bot because I literally, I stare at them. I stare at them and I'm super excited about being able to use him here. Okay, let me throw this in the graphics room very quickly. Ash Tyler, all right, at tier four. There you go, tier four. 80% of your attack added as a flat damage boost big country look at your best pvp ship right now and tell me what your attack stats are because i bet i bet i bet it's stupid i bet i hold on i'm gonna guess i bet that it's over forty thousand. irish uh irish jack take a look at your best ship and tell me how many attack stats you have i bet it's north of 40 to forty-five thousand. Now, you're going to say, well, that doesn't sound like a heck of a lot. That doesn't sound like a heck of a lot. 80% of 40,000 is, what, 30,000, right? 
Let me do this real quick. The 40,000 times 80%. It's 32,000. 32,000. Now, guys, take a look at Ash's ability. Percent of officer attack added to damage when the opponent's ship is burning. So he's got to go with Giorgio or Nero, but definitely, you know, preferably Giorgio. And if you are lucky enough to get burning, and by the way, statistically speaking, thank you, by the way, uh, Order to Chaos, shout out, who told me that even though you got a 50% chance of the ship burning, technically, because it lasts for two rounds and then there's some weird formula with order of operations, that technically, even at Tier 1, there is a 63% chance of your opponent's ship to be burning at any given time. Okay? So, if I can get that to Tier 2 and I can get that up about 70%, then that means every single shot is going to have 32,000 added to it. By the way, cumulative, consecutive, per round. Meaning that in round two, on a ship that has two weapons, I have now added 128,000 damage in round two. In round three... I've added 140, 160,000 damage. In round four, I'm at 200,000 damage added, added to the weapon shot already. It's cumulative, folks. By round 10, if you make it to round 10 in a PvP battle, which a lot of people will, if you make it to round 10, you have added... 320,000 damage per shot. Traplord says, and that's if you're burning every round, and I agree, Traplord. But if I'm burning 70% of the time, I'm still good with that. I'm still good with that, Traplord. If I'm burning... Well, DJs, you are burning time, so yeah. You know what? Bite me, Vita. <laughs> 70% of the time, if I'm burning that ship, then I have still added 210,000 damage to each of my shots. And that's net, by the way, folks. Net. All right. So, by the way, we are still under our time. We are still under our time. Quit complaining. All I'm saying is, if I'm looking at investing the bulk of my event store loot, it's in Ash Tyler. His damage in, in, increase is just stupid. Rex says fights into G4 ships run shorter and shorter, though. Ash mostly for PvE. Well, maybe. I don't know because I'm not a G4 player, Rex. Right now, I'm going 10, 12, 14 rounds in my G3 epic. And I'm here to tell you, he's, he's stupid good. And, and and what have we discovered about Harrison? What have we discovered about uh, 5 of 10? What have we discovered about the Tribble? What have we discovered about the Muds and Giorgio? These officers are freaking hard to get, folks. These officers are freaking hard to get. The officer pool is diluted, and it's not getting better. We have seven more properties to come. In the year 2021, folks, you think they're not going to release officers literally every single month? I mean, literally. I bet you, I'd be willing to bet you money, Big, 
that 10 out of 12 months in 2021, we get new officers? Uh, no, it's more, uh, I bet more it's like the first uh, arc is, uh, the first arc is boring. The second arc introduces a ship. The third arc introduces the officers and research. And the fourth arc is use it all together. I'm just here to tell you. I mean, I, I don't know. I respectfully disagree, Vita. 10 out of 12 months. We'll, we'll record this one, and, and in December of 2021, we'll come back. All right? I'm calling it right now. 10 out of 12 months or more, we're going to see new officers. And Chuck Sagrun says, but once the arc completes, the officers go in the recruit pools. Except that hasn't happened. It hasn't happened since May, <clears throat> Chuck. All right? 5 of 10 and 10 of 10 are in there. Six of tens in there, like all the Borg ones are in there. Where are the muds? None of the muds are in there. All right. And if we follow that pattern, then Ash Tyler and George O and Michael Barnum and Saru, all of which who are great officers, by the way, are not going to be available until May or June of twenty one. If well, the muds are available in the in the rogue store. Well, okay. Okay. There's some. Yeah, but the RNG for that is is awful. There's a chance. There is a chance. You're right. There is a chance. They're there. I don't ever pull them. I don't ever pull that chest because I need the we got a chance. I need the dang on rogue credits for my research. Bless it, Scoopley. Why make me choose? Which, by the way, I've been choosing research over the officers. So again, you gotta choose your path. All right. Are you gonna work on the officers or are you gonna work on the research? Because you can't really do both. But just saying. All right. So, again, if I'm prioritizing out of the event store, obviously do what you got to do. All right. But if you're left with leftover loot, all right, and there's an officer up here that tickles your fancy, then I would highly highly suggest you consider looking into it because this is literally the most direct path to Officer Shard Scopely has ever nor will ever give you that does not cost dollars and cents. Okay, a mo- uh, last weekend, or earlier this weekend, we had a $100 pack for a Tier 2 Emperor Giorgio. I almost bought it, Big. I fought myself. I wanted to, and then I thought, God, I shouldn't. But I wanted to, and I didn't. I did not, and I let it go, and I'm probably going to regret that. But it was $100. For an officer, yeah. I'm not even 100% sure I'm going to use yet. But by God, Watcher. Watcher turned out to be just like freaking Harrison. And I, and I passed. You know what I'm saying? Guys, officers are with you forever. So some of these with a direct conversion, I, just, I feel like it deserves consideration. Ash Tyler, I'm going to have to tier four by the end of this event store. All right. Meaning that if I didn't get another shard for him in the next six months, I can still very effectively use him right now. All right. So, yeah, which she says, gosh, we'll be hearing about that for months as well. Maybe. I don't know. I, I, I really I really thought long and hard about it. I honest to God, you know what? If, if it was if it was literally 10 days later, like if it was the end of my month, and I knew Christmas had gone well, and like everything was good at work, and you know what I'm saying? Like I just didn't, I just didn't want to spend a hundred dollars on that officer at that time. If I had, it, it, 
Let me put it this way. Scopely, if you made that pack available at New Year's, I'd, I'd probably end up buying it. It was You're right, Witch. It was, bis, it was just bad timing. I've been off work for three weeks out of the last six. It's just bad timing for me. I didn't want to throw the money into it just in case, you know, something crazy were to happen. All right, folks. There's your event store, okay? Ash Tyler, uh, Saru would be great. Giorgio, people are calling her Gigi. I, I'm just saying, these officers, look, look at Burnham. Burnham is still a difficult, epic officer to get, okay? Yet, right here in this event store, you have direct shard acquisition for free. Folks, as far as officers go, you will never have a more direct option to get the officer you want. You guys are joking in the chat about the epic officer unlock pack that they offer at the holiday time. Yeah, the RNG officer pack. Yo, Mitchell time. Okay, fine. I've always argued as to why Gary Mitchell's a good officer. But nonetheless, you don't get to choose except right here, right now, you do. Right here, right now, in this store, you choose. You pay for what you want exactly with no fluff and no RNG. So, you still want them charged nanoprobes? Or are you going to get the officer that will be with you until the end of the game? Or you can do like me and go buy G3 Uncommon Crystal. Because <laughs> that's what I did instead of buying Harrison. Yeah, and you and you told me <laughs> when I did it, oh, man, that's a bad conversion. I did. I did. It was stupid. Hear me. Learn from my mistakes, people. Get the officers. Guys, we're going to take a quick break. When we return... I guess we're done. <laughs> when we return, we're done. We're going to play the game. We're going to give away the jackpot. We're going to say Merry Christmas, and we're getting the hell out of here, okay? That sounds good. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We'll be back in a moment. Hang on. This program is made possible in part by a grant from James Dean Breakfast Sausage, the tough sausage that keeps to itself in the corner of your grocer's freezer. Disney presents 101 Kardashians. The children's story that's blowing the competition away. It's a game changer. Kim Kardashian's husband is giving her some technical difficulty. I'm a robot. And her sister Chloe can tell something's off. Are you crying? But their out-of-control mom won't let them stop making babies. I've never seen my mom more drunk. 101 Kardashians. You don't think I would be one of the characters of today's modern Bible? A story so crazy, it's hard to believe it's true. I have a fake butt. Mr. Grinch, you really are a heel. You're as cuddly as a cactus, you're as charming as an eel, Mr. Grinch. You're a bad banana with a greasy black peel. You're a monster. Mr. Grinch, your heart's an empty hole. Your brain is full of spiders. You've got garlic in your soul, Mr. Grinch. I wouldn't touch you with a 39 and a half foot pole. You're a vile one, 
Mr. Grinch. You have termites in your smile. You have all the tender sweetness of a seasick crocodile, Mr. Grinch. Given the choice between the two of you, I'd take the seasick crocodile. Welcome back, everybody. It's the original, the Thurl Ravenscroft. Mr. Grinch. This is for you, Snake Eyes. You're a nasty, wasty skunk. <laughs> it's for you, Snake Eyes. Your heart is full of I love you, my brother. Your soul is full of gunk, Mr. Savvy Moses says, I'm buying three, three of those mugs right now. Describe you are as follows, <laughs> and I quote, Stink, stank, stunk. You're a rotter. Yes. Uh, welcome back, everybody. My name is Ultimate You're DJs. Welcome back to the show. This is Talking Trek on our Christmas Eve, Eve, Eve show uh, for uh, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Yes, it is December 20th at the time of taping. We'll publish on the 21st, at which time it will be Christmas Eve, 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 right? I think so. Today is four Eves, Christmas Eve, 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 Eve. Uh, that's what we're doing here. Bah humbug, says Snake Eyes. Uh, you guys make sure and uh, make sure and go check the uh, merchandise room for his Bah Humbug collection. You're so grumpy. You're so grumpy. Tavi Moses says I'm buying three of those mugs right now. It's a great mug. I mean, honest to God, Snake Eyes, you did really, really good. Bah humbug to you too, sir. All right, folks. Uh, last minute questions, very quickly. We believe it or not, this is exactly the kind of show that I expected that we would have it was just kind of a hangout, kind of a conversation. But I hope, I feel like we've discussed some good stuff. Hopefully you guys will uh, will, will take something from it and, and people out there listening will enjoy the show. It's kind of just been a, been a, a hangout kind of show. And we've talked about some good stuff, Big. Thank you for your contributions as well. I feel like, uh, I feel like we've covered some good stuff tonight without even really meaning to. But we just did because we're that good. We're that professional, buddy. It's like no matter what happens, we've got productive things to say. Pretty daggone good. All right? That's how it goes. That's how it goes. All right? Uh, let's see. Uh, real quick, I did have a question. Somebody said a minute ago that, um, yeah, here it is. Uh, comic. Let me ask you. You said good choice passing. Oh, passing on Emperor's Giorgio. Uh, okay. I take it that you bought the officer and you're not satisfied with her? I'm curious about that because I mean, no, no, that's not the reason why I said good choice on passing her because I believe they've shown the possibility that they can edit the event store at will. So they more than likely will put Emperor Giorgio, Lorca, and then also uh, Tilly in the event store at the end. That's what I'm thinking. You know, so I've thought about that, which is also why I have not spent anything yet. Now, I know Snake Eyes has bought some stuff uh, already. I know a lot of you guys have bought some stuff. I have not yet. I still have all of my loot. I do typically wait till the end in case things get changed. However, however, I am going to go back and say, you know, the Borg one did change, but it changed early. The outlaw, that wasn't me, Snake Eyes. I don't know. Somebody, somebody's got audio, and that's, and that's what that was. That wasn't me. Uh, during the outlaw event store, nothing changed. Okay? The, well, rephrase. It, the thing that changed was the price of the Stella blueprints, but that was apparently a bug, and then they fixed it, okay? So they didn't change the options. And if you'll notice, MUD 2.0, okay, MUD 2.0, Eurydice, they were actually never in the event. Uh, wait, maybe not Eurydice. MUD 2.0, though, for sure. MUD 2.0 was not 
in the event store. So uh, I, I don't, I do not expect to see. I do not expect to see Empress Giorgio. I do not expect to see Lorca. And I do not expect to see Captain Killy in this event store. It could happen, but I am not, I am not optimistic that we see that. Okay. So yeah. Vagabond says event store different for different ops levels. Why? Uh, it's, it's only different in the offerings, Vagabond. So like if you're a level 28, you can't get access to, to level 34 ships, for example. Okay. Um, if you already have a max Vidar, they're not going to let you buy charge probes, but for the most people, you know, for the most part, it's all the same and the exchange rates are the same. So if you're a 32 or sorry, a 34 and I'm a 39 and we both want to buy an enterprise blueprint, it costs the same. Okay, it costs the same, but your offerings are different based on what you're, you know, what you have available in the in the game. Grand Vampires, the last day of the store, the last day of the arc. Not usually, not usually. They usually will give you a few extra days of store beyond the end of the arc, but they haven't specifically said. And the event store itself is not showing me a date at this particular time. So, um, you know, obviously keep an eye on it. We still have. Seven and a half days. We've got a, basically a week in the battle pass. So, you know, just keep an eye on it. Good God, don't let it expire. How much of a waste. How disgustingly sick would you be if you didn't spend your loot? So just keep a close Ooh. eye on it. Epic Neo, I agree with you. He says they will probably add a timer before it goes away. They typically do. Vitamin uh, or Vita says the same thing. It's usually about three days after the end of the event, and he's not wrong. It is usually like three to five days. So, um, you know, just, just stay in touch. Stay in touch with it. Oh, <laughs> thank you, Stevens Aaron. How goofy of me. Folks, uh, throw that in the graphics room, uh, Stevens Aaron. It's in your news center. Event store is open until January 4th at nine uh, at noon Eastern time. January 4th, noon Eastern time. January 4th is a Monday at noon Eastern time. That is when the event store will close. Um, however, Bernard is a thousand percent right when he said uh, that they have used a date before and it's changed, and they have, okay? So let's just be careful and not wait until the very last second. According to this, at 11.59 a.m., Monday, January 4th, the event store will close, according to what we see. Snake Eyes, what do you got? Don't you remember last year? It was January 114th that it ended? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They've changed dates before. They have. So just be very, very careful. Dr. Link says, will the credits work for the next event store? No, sir. They never have. They never will. Spend them now. Do not use, do not save them. Uh, you can ask my alliance mate about the 380,000 tribbles still in his inventory. Um, and, uh, and he'll be happy to tell you to spend your loot. Okay. Spend your loot. Spend your loot. Before January 114th. <clears throat> Yeah, <laughs> so tech. I'm not kidding. 380,000 triples. All right, folks. Any other last-second questions before we get ready to play our game? And we'll get ready to uh, load up and get on out of here. We've got a jackpot to hopefully give away. We shall see how that goes. Uh, January 114th was the day they mentioned to end the faction hunt loop. I, I don't really remember. I thought I'm pretty sure it had something to do with a 
with an event store. Yeah, they gave us like uh, five or six days of faction hunt in a row back then. So that's why when you last mentioned it, I had something like, didn't we have that before? And they suddenly said something like January 114th, which was a typo, of course. So we all were like, yeah, that's a nice day to end faction hunt. Yeah, January 114th. There you go. So uh, Battle Pass ends on the 27th, so basically it's open for an extra week, which is kind of exactly what we were thinking, you know, roughly five days, in this case a week. So uh, there you go. All right, any other last-second questions? Last-second questions. Or are we ready to try to give away a prize? Is Truck and Chick with us? Truck and Chick, are you here? I know it's late. Gosh, it's much I'm, later than I'm it normally is. Hey, how was, your, how was your weekend? Did you have a good weekend? You do good? I did. Good. I did. Glad to hear it's it. It's been good. Glad to hear it. I'm until January 4th, so I'm... Fine. No kidding. You know, Ripper is off until like January 5th or 6th. Like, yeah. Uh, apparently, you guys are enjoying this end of the year vacation time. Even uh, the Scopely offices, I believe their last day was Friday. Now, uh, I, I still have real-time communication with Live Ops. They're still working, but like, you know, the sales team and... And, you know, most of their, their normal office staff, they're they're gone now. They're done until, I think, January 4th, I think is what it is. So we've got we've got support staff. We've got engineering and ops that are still working. But everybody else, they're on holiday break. So lucky. Yeah, I, uh, I work on December 23rd. I get the 24th and 25th off, and then I go back on the 26th. And, and on the 26th, then I'm on, I'm on until January 4th nonstop. Every day, bell to bell. So, yay! Yay, retail! All right, folks. It is our last show before the Christmas holiday. I would very much like, Truck and Chick, to get rid of this huge sack full of materials. I mean, it's a huge sack. My sack is so large. <laughs> my sack is is so big it has over 4,000 materials right isn't, isn't that right truck and chick what do we got we got 1,500 in the jackpot and we got 500 for the winner I'd like to play for your stack I have I got 4,000 materials in my sack of goodies it's a huge sack and it's got 4,000 materials in it <laughs> Thank you, Boaz. <laughs> 4,000 materials that I need to give away here today. And ladies and gentlemen, here to help me empty my sack is Jay Strikes Back. Jay, congratulations. All right, Jay Strikes Back. Jay, you've got a chance to play. You got a chance at your share of 2,000 materials. Jay Strikes Back, there he is. Who is Jay? Who is Jay Strikes Back? I've never seen him before. You must be new. Congratulations and welcome to the show. Jay, you have a chance to choose a partner. Choose a partner right now. And if you do this well, if you execute this perfectly, then you can win your share up to 500 materials, and you're going to make your Alliance members very, very happy. J 
Jay Strikes Back. Please choose a partner. Jay Strikes Back. Choose a partner. All right. Are you, Jay is choosing Skippy? Jay, who are you? You're choosing Skippy from My Own Alliance? Is that... Who's Skippy? Where's Skippy? That would be me. Who is Jay Strikes Back? Is it somebody I know? I hope you guys aren't trying to game the system. I don't know. You guys better not be trying to game the system. All right. Well, Skippy, welcome to the show. You're going to listen. You're going to play in voice. Uh, hey, uh, uh, Jay Strikes Back. Jay, are you able to play in voice or are you going to play in text today? Jay, can you play in voice or are you going to play in text? I'm waiting on you, Jay. Come on, Jay. East type pig. Oh, he's in slow mode already. Hang on, Jay. Hang on, Jay. Uh, no, you don't have slow mode on. Yeah, right? slow mode's already on. All right, Jay, I just opened a PM with you. Hey, just shoot me. Are you gonna Are you gonna play in voice or do you gotta play in text? You gotta play in text. That's all right. And we'll do it right here in private message. <clears throat> yeah, he's gotta play in text. Okay, no, that's all right. It's okay. Here, I opened a PM with you. Answer me over here, Skippy. I'm going to go ahead and throw you into the uh, soundproof booth, all right? You got to go. Cool. Let's see. Where are you at, Skippy? There you are. And everybody say goodbye to Skippy. Skippy, you're gone. You're out of here, buddy. Bye-bye. All right. He's gone. Yeah, remember what happened to the last guy who played in text. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. Skippy is in the soundproof booth, and Jay is in private message. Ladies and gentlemen, We've got an opportunity to give away up to 4,000 materials here tonight. Truck and Chick, let's see how this goes. Ladies and gentlemen, let's play the feud. All right. Jay, I've got you in private message. Welcome, buddy. Thank you for listening to the show. Appreciate you being uh, what appears to be a first-time listener. What luck you have because right now you've got a chance to play our game. What you stand to win is 500 G3 or G4 uncommon parts or materials. That's your prize. But it doesn't stop there. If you win, you are also awarding not only your partner 500 materials, but you are also choosing five additional players to win 300 materials each. You are Santa Claus, Jay, and your performance in this game is going to award you, your partner, and 10 other players up to 4,000 materials. The game is simple. It's Family Feud. It's the fast money round. We surveyed 100 people. The top five answers are on the board, each with an assigned point value. You and your partner need to combine for 200 points to win the game. You are playing in text, so you will have 45 seconds from the time that I finished reading the first question to answer all five questions to the best of your ability with the best, most popular answers and quickly because at the end of 45 seconds, your time will run out. Jay, are you ready to play the game? Jay says he's typing. I assume that means he's ready to play. Jay, you're going to have to be quick. He says, hold up. 
He says, wait just a second. <laughs> no problem, buddy. We'll wait on you. Okay, he says he's ready. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to try our hand at Talking Trek's Fast Money. Here we go. 45 seconds are on the clock, Jay. And these questions are weird, so get ready. Jay, which traditional dish would you prepare for somebody learning about American culture? What traditional dish would you prepare for somebody learning about American culture? Name a sign that your girlfriend might be turning into a cat. <laughs> Stupid. Name a sign your girlfriend's turning into a cat. Name a food that it's hard to keep your face clean while eating. A food it's hard to keep your face clean while eating. Name something people like to drink at bedtime. Name something models and wrestlers both do. Oh my God, dude, you did great. Those are good answers and you had time to spare. Oh boy, truck and chick. Truck and chick, we may have found us a winner. Ladies and gentlemen, let's check these answers. These are some good answers. Ladies and gentlemen, Jay, you did a good job. All right, you need 200 points. Let's check it out. What traditional dish would you prepare for somebody learning about American culture? He said hamburger. He said hamburger. Ladies and gentlemen, let's check the board. Is a hamburger on the board? It sure is. A hamburger, truck and chick, is the number one answer at 39 points. Folks, name a sign that your girlfriend might be turning into a cat. He says she's going to claw at you. Going to claw at you. Survey says it's on the board for seven points. Seven points. Name a food that it's hard to keep your face clean while eating. He said spaghetti. Spaghetti. Survey says it's on the board for 25 points. 25 points, Jay. Name something people like to drink at bedtime. You said water. Water. Survey says on the board for 27 points. Name something models and wrestlers both do. You said oil up. <laughs> oil up. Survey says. Ooh, that one is actually not on the board. Not on the board, but that's okay. Dang, gone, man. You did good. You did good. Excellent. I'm very happy with that. Yeah, killing it. All right, truck and chick is going to add up our points while I try to find Skippy. There we go. And welcome back, Skippy, everybody. Skippy is back. There you go. Skippy, your partner, your partner did his job. Your partner did his job. He got 98 points. He literally did half the Good work job. for you. You're halfway there, buddy. 98 points. You need 102 points. You know how the game works. Are you ready to play? Yes, I am. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's give away a jackpot here on Talking Treks The Feud. All right, 30 seconds are on the clock. That's all you got. You better be quick, Skippy. 30 seconds is all you have because you're playing in voice. Here we go. Timer starts after I finish reading the first question. What traditional dish would you... Oh, by the way, if you hear the sound, you know the rules. If you hear that sound, you got to guess again, all right? You're not going to have a whole lot of time. What traditional dish... Would you prepare for somebody learning about American culture? Brisket. 
Name a sign that your girlfriend might be turning into a cat. She has hair. Name a food that it's hard to keep your face clean while eating. Uh, your beard. Name something people like to drink at bedtime. Warm milk. Name something models and wrestlers both do. Shave their armpits. Name a food that is hard to keep your face clean while eating. Uh, All right. Time's up. What did you say? What, what did you say? What was the last thing you said? Uh, first time I said beer. I know. That's why I asked again. That was a stupid answer. All right, lips. I had to lips. assume you misunderstood the question. I, so I think he misunderstood. <laughs> he misunderstood the question because he, he answered weirdly again the second time. All right, but here's the thing. Yeah, that infinite key. I thought the same thing. Uh, <laughs> all right, well, let's go over these questions. Let's see if we can find 102 points. 102 points. What traditional dish would you prepare for somebody learning about American culture? Snake Eyes says, "You want me to ask him again?" I can't. I mean, the time is up. I asked him twice. All right. What traditional dish would you prepare for somebody learning about American culture? You said brisket. Brisket. Survey says. <laughs> Not on the board. Not on the board. Name name a sign that your girlfriend might be turning into a cat. You said she has hair. She has hair. Sur- survey says. Oh, my God, it's on the board. It's on the board for five points. Five points. All right, you got it. She's growing fur. I guess is that we'll call that the same thing. We're growing fur. Five points. Name a food that it's hard to keep your face clean while eating. He said beard. Uh. (laughs) Show me beard. It's not beard. Uh, no, name something people like to drink at bedtime. You said uh, warm milk. Survey, show me uh, show me warm milk, please. Ooh, good. Ooh, and the number one answer for 53 points. Truck and Chick, he made up for a little bit of lost ground with 53 points right there. Where are we at on points? I'm pretty sure that puts him still at like 160, right? Ish. Help me out here, truck and chick. 156. 156. You need 44 points. 44 points. And I asked you to name something models and wrestlers both do. And you said, I don't even remember. What did you say? What did you say? Shave their armpits. Shave their armpits. Good. Good. Survey, shave your, thank you, shave your armpits for 44 points. No. Nope. No, it wasn't on there. Let's give you these number one answers. Sorry, Jay. Oh, God. Let me give you the number one answers very quickly. Uh, Hamburger was the traditional dish that you would prepare for somebody learning about American culture. A hamburger, very good. Uh, Name a sign. I thought you said Texas culture. Yeah, American culture. Name a sign that your girlfriend might be turning into a cat. Apparently, growing a tail. Apparently, purring is the number one answer. Name a food that it's hard to keep your face clean while eating. Ice cream. Ice cream was the number one answer. Name something people like to drink at bedtime. Milk was the number one answer. 
and something models and wrestlers both do. Posing. Posing was the number one answer. Ladies was runway on there at the end? Uh, was what? Walk the runway? Um, walk the strut? Down. I would have given you strut. Yes. Strut was on there, It was, uh, but it was only four points. Uh, now, listen, in all fairness, you guys are saying ribs. Everybody's saying ribs. Ice cream was the number one answer at 26 points. Ribs was 25 points. Okay? In all fairness, they were they both might as well have been number ones, right? Ice cream People was 26. People don't know how to eat ice cream. Yeah, That's ice cream was 26. Ribs was 25. So they both would well, have been. Well, you know. And and spaghetti, you know, by the way. Actually, my wife's made up language. Beard is my wife's made up language name for ice cream. So I kind of was. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, how could we not have known? Good God! Uh, so you know, and here yeah, I can't believe you guys didn't know. Uh, yeah, and and you know, to no, it's just that his wife's cooking has so much hair in it that it's like eating his beard. So. Yeah, and this one, I mean, Ooh. this one was really up in the air. Like that one gave you a whole lot of stuff. <laughs> Ice cream was twenty six. Ribs was twenty five. Spaghetti was twenty five. Sloppy Joe was ten. Pizza was five, and then watermelon came in last at four points. So. Uh, you know, hey, I mean, there was there were plenty of options right there. That was top five answers on the board, but the top three answers were all very, very close. So, you know, it, it was it was good. It was good. You know, you actually came very, very close. You came very, very close. You came closer than a lot of other players have. So, Truck and Chick, the jackpot continues to grow. I guess we're going to have to give away our Christmas gift next Sunday, right? I mean, because... It, yeah. It, yeah, so... Cause yeah, it was it was four thousand today, so that means it's going to be five thousand on the twenty seventh. Good God, good golly, Miss Molly! No, wait, that's not right. You're right. You're right. No, 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 no. Yeah, my math's wrong. Let's see. Let me do the math. You do the math. It was fifteen plus five today, but we're giving away four hundred of it. So it was four thousand, but we're giving away four hundred. So we're adding six hundred. We're adding six hundred. So it's you gonna want be, me to do it? You want me to do the math here? Jesus criminy. Yes. You want me, me so to do the math? We're adding 300, right? Okay, to, so right the next jackpot is 1,800. Plus and 500. And the total possible inside your sack will be 2,300. <laughs> well, no, that's per like like for one player. So it's going to be 4,600 in my sack. Yes, dear. Thank you. 4,600 <laughs> materials in my sack <laughs> on the 27th. Okay? My sack will be holding 4,600 things. It is Somebody a, hit a sack. It's a big, it's a big sack. Okay, hey guys, please make him stop saying that word. <laughs> yes, hero. Hey, it fits with it fits with Christmas. And my sack Santa's carrying a sack. Every single week, my <laughs> sack gets heavier. Stop. It gets heavier every single is it week. A big red sack, or do you change the color? Change the color? It's just one big sack full of good stuff. <laughs> okay, that's it. Like, why would you think? Weird. What kind of a question is that? Do you change your sack? God. That's a carking question. That's a very <laughs> weird question. Strange person. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Ew, bacon. I'm not even reading that out loud, you creep. Grosso. All right. Do we have anything else to do? So Snake Eyes says he's banning sack and slothagus. He says both are invalid terms. <laughs> <laughs> that's good stuff are we done here we oh my god look at the yes, time please. two and a half hours how did we snake eyes how did you let us do that 
Like seriously. I know it was supposed to be a hangout well, show. was actually trying to push <laughs> you guys forward. It's... Yeah, I, I, he was trying to push you forward, and I, I tried to give you a hint, but you yeah. told me. No, you know, me. your hints, oh, no, I know, your hints were funny, Vita, because yours were super passive-aggressive. You just prompted the bot to give you a current runtime. You didn't even say, you know, hey, you're running out of time, or hey, TikTok MFR, like Snake Eyes does. You just said, bot, runtime. That's what you did, and then you would let the bot tell me how much long... How much, you know, too long we've been. Sorry. <laughs> so funny. All right, well, in that case... And you, and, and you thought it would be a short show. I did think it was going to be a short show. But, I, but well, I thought we were going to be short on content, but I thought we were probably just going to hang out and goof off, which is exactly what we did. And thank you, Boaz. In um, my defense... Let's be honest. We were short on content. <laughs> were we, though? Were we, though? We talked yeah. about the event store. We yeah. talked about the Somebody sarcophagus. Lots of talky-talky. Snake Eyes says, man, if I had control of the audio, you guys would get a 25-minute podcast. It'd be like the Oscars. I'd start playing the music when he's supposed to stop talking, and we would make sure that he got the hint, and we would turn the music up so loud. We'd turn the music up so loud <laughs> that he knew that he, he had to get off the stage because the music was too loud and it was drowning him out, and he was not going to be able to talk. Hey, let me turn him. Hey, turn him. I'm not done yet. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Folks, thanks for hanging out. I hope you have a very Merry Christmas. We are not going to see you again before the Christmas holiday. That's why we are here tonight. That's why we're here late. That's why we're having fun. Guys, this is it. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, happy Hanukkah, whatever it is that you celebrate. If it's if it's Kwanzaa, if it's anything else that I have not named, I, I love you anyway, and I thank you for being here. Thank you for supporting the show. And more importantly, I hope you have the most wonderful of celebratory season with those you love. All right, that's all that matters. It doesn't matter what you call the day. It doesn't matter what you call the season. As long as you are somehow able to express the love you have for your friends and family, that is all that matters. Folks, thank you so very, very much. I appreciate it. Hope you have a wonderful holiday season. Don't forget, Wednesday, we will not be here. We will return next Sunday for our normal taping of Talking Trek Live. Please visit our website online at TalkingTrekSTFC.online. TalkingTrekSTFC.online, where you can go online, find a link to our Discord, come and join and have some fun, all right? Also, don't forget, get registered in our Spam It contest. 500 materials were given away on Wednesday, January 6th, 2021. It'll be our first giveaway of the brand spanking new year. Make sure you come and do that. January 6th, 500 spam it materials were given away. Make sure and do that. Also, while you're on the website, check out our YouTube channel as Snake Eyes is going to be releasing some interesting new stuff for you guys over the holiday break. Also, click on the link to become a patron of the show. Please do consider supporting this show at a level of a dollar, three dollars, five dollars a month if you're five dollar a month level then you are a gold patron and i would like to say thank you to my gold supporters right now gregor ska bankman and i beglin big country doom hank chucks the grunt and pops thank you guys dark lord steven zaren jb ahab energy and fukum hi i bombed you thorn virtual army jayberg morgul 
DJ Gurr, Red 2 and Hani Just Skippy, Aceus, Dunk, Bojack, Ape, Crush, Jonathan Ingram, Jason Tabby Moza, Regis, and McRock. Thank you guys for being gold sponsors. Lady Kess, Frank Gallo, Engineering Free Philly, Hudson, Doc31, Morpheus, Fartasia, Nick Burns, Cam Coulter, NC, and Jetski. Thank you for being gold supporters. Wingnut, Jay Filler, Fluffy Puma, CCXN, Devil's Advocate, Goofy Names Rock, Leonidas, Olfino, Raxnar, Striker, V-Ready, Jerry Ryan, Indie Dandy, Quack Foo, Mr. Fusion, Callus, King 101, Nostromo, Silent Stabber, Commander Taylor, Damodarks, Blue Mandalorian, Moxavian, Infinite Key, Maztec, The Professor, Chronic Break, The Egger, Spock the Avenger, and Medic 213. Thank you for supporting the show. Talking Trek is a registered trademark and recorded live in front of a studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. My name is Ultimate DJs. I'm your host. Love you, mean it. Merry Christmas, everybody. Bye-bye.